self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are a conversation, conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am apparently the only person in the world that don't give a fuck about cardi b album also known as calamity red okay whatever uh mm. We are Conversation Con Artists back for another fantastic episode. We are. And we got some people with us this time. We do. We got number one, what's up? AC Blow, I'm back, y'all. What's He's up? He's back. Number two. Hi, everybody. It's me, Cole Jackson. Hey. <laughs> From Government Name Podcast. From Government Name Podcast. How you doing? Redskin is in the building. Now, when I say it, it's a problem, but all right. Well, you gave me that name. I did. Red? Sure did. <laughs> Yep, accurate. For everybody who's not here, all the listeners, you know, Red is gangbanging today. First of she all. She got them red chucks on. She got that red hat. She got them red hoodies on. I, I'm doing my car to be. Speaking so, head. My brain went to the wrong my brain went to the wrong place when you said she gangbanging today. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh no. No, don't set her up. Oh God. Why would she that going? be the direction oh, Lord, that you were going? going. I understand. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It's the word. It's the word. We have talked about porn on this show way too much. No, you don't talk have, about it enough because no. you don't know enough about I don't the porn, need to know, the porn like, game. I don't understand why everybody keeps saying that. I don't need to know anything yes, about porn. Do. I don't. Just for the dude that you start dating. I, you no. might want to watch it with it, you. Okay. And you need to know. I've watched porn before. <laughs> no, we ain't talking about like Mr. Marcus old school stuff like that. You need some, <laughs> you, you need some other stuff. I don't think life. my education needs to to extend into the porn realm. I'm sorry, that, I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know what my brain connected to. He said the word. I mean, you know, unfortunate for you, but it, it is, is very it is. unfortunate. <laughs> Banging Anyhow. on wax. God. Anyhow, where can they find you, Mr. On Point? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M I S T E R underscore On Point. I can be found at red underscore calamity. Where can you be found, Mr. Cole Jackson? Oh, hey, if you was a fat girl that likes to uh, get in my DMs, at Cole Jackson 12 on Twitter, or you can hit me <laughs> up on Instagram, at Cole Jackson underscore BYNK. I am being raffled off on my podcast. He as well. is. The Thirst when Trap. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. When yeah, yeah. with Cole Jackson. I didn't come up with it. The but Thirst Trap is real. I ain't the. Trap. <laughs> we going to talk about Thirst Trapping with Let's that not dress. Do that. With, your little ma- with your little wedding I dress you had on. I don't ever want to talk about this dress again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check out uh, Red's dress too, what is it? Red, Red underscore calamity. calamity. And you're it's gonna like the see fifth picture. Damn, man. That it is not. All in her DMs. Get in her DMs, please. And tell her how good she looks in that dress, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. This is why we don't get along. But anyhow, you don't really have social media. No, I'm anonymous as hell. He's anonymous as hell. Good. No, (laughs) you cannot find AC Blow. But if you want to, you you can hit either me or On Point Up and we'll we'll pass along any messages that you might have for for AC. But But that's the thing, though, AC. Like, Instagram is like the new phone number. Like you start, you try to ask a girl, "Hey, what's going on? Let me get your let's, let's exchange information." I mean, and I, she'll get your her Instagram. I and am I, on there, but you know, not no. under this. You know, yeah, yeah, I got you feel you. me? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. You yeah, know, yeah, you wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know something? It's one of them things where you can, you you can put pictures up there, but you can't put pictures that identify any way of thoughts or way exactly. of life. Like you know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. It's all good, bro. Yeah, man. We are still doing the listener later portion of the show. So, if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can uh, send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send us a private message. Or you can put it on the wall. But if you put it on the wall, everybody's going to see it. So, just keep that in mind. 
So all we got today is a response from Michael. Yes. What's up, Michael? He's from uh, the UK. He is from the UK. I'm only halfway through the podcast, but just want to let you know I'm going to write a poem for my wife. Never <laughs> written a poem before. Oh, and to officially request it, I love to hear a poem a week from the con. Mike, you know, every time, every time I say that something's going to make me uncomfortable, you be caping for it, Mike. I don't understand <laughs> why you do this to me. So now we're going to have to add poetry to the show. I'm okay with it. I said that if somebody requested it, because I need to shut the fuck up sometimes, apparently. I talk too much. Um, so we will, because we have guests this week, Mike, we're not going to to do that. But in the future, we will be <laughs> presenting poetry. <laughs> what? What's funny? Nothing. I just, you said, because we have, I know it's just a smooth little, you could you could have did a poem and we here. I would like to hear another poem from you, Red. It's fine. No, it's okay. We're, we're really good. <laughs> we'll, like, oh, we'll, we have guests this week. We so do have guests this week. We're not gonna do a poll like, so, like No, it's good. Come we'll, on. We'll yeah. just no, it's good. We'll pick it up. <laughs> we'll we'll just pick it up next week because we want to make sure that we have enough time to let you gentlemen uh, express yourself fully. So we're we're not gonna do that. But well, thank Mike, you. thank you for considering that. You're welcome. I'm a considerate that. ass motherfucker. So <laughs> you want to read that damn poem this week? That's your ass in one. Anyway, Mike, we Call will a pick up. A we will pick up the poetry on next week. We will do each do a poem next week and and going forward until somebody asks us to stop. By the way, if anybody doesn't like it and want us to stop, you can also hit us up and let us know that as well. I, I mean, it's, it's definitely a limited time offer because I only got so many. I know, me too. <laughs> I ain't gonna write new poetry for the situation. Yeah. You know, mm. if I happen to have some new ones, I mean, I got like, I got some hundreds. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Oh, no, okay. we got tons. But, but, so, yeah. I got a bunch of them, but yeah. you know. At some point, we will run out. <laughs> yeah, at some so, point. Um, but we do have a question that we, we wanted to pose to the group um, and get people to answer as far as so all of us are single and dating. Um, and so I wanted to to know what things you look at that you feel like maybe the average person doesn't look at but needs to. You know what I'm saying? Like we all, you look at how that person treats you. Um, you look at um, kind of things close to them, but what kind of things outside of them do you think that people need to pay attention to or, or that is important to you? Uh, and what I, for example, um, I always pay attention to how like people that I go out with treat weight stuff because I can I can gauge a lot from you uh, and that's not to say we got a fucked up waiter we got a fucked up waiter but what I mean is I've gone out with people that like feel like they could just talk to them any kind of way because they a waiter you know what I'm saying and they feel like oh I'm better than them so so those kind of things I pay attention to how you treat people in those positions because that tells me a lot about your character so hmm. that's something that I pay attention to hmm. yeah. I think one of the things I pay attention to is uh, how a woman responds to things emotionally. Like, okay. you know, does she, can she handle adversity? You know, what yeah. kind of things make her fall apart? How much stress can she endure? You know? Yeah. You never want to be with somebody that just can't handle regular everyday stuff, you know? And yeah. Everything's a big deal, you know? Because life happens. Is, yeah. is, the, is the complete opposite of that more <clears throat> or less desirable? Like somebody who tough as fucking nails and don't ever respond to shit even when you think they might need to yeah i mean you never want any one of any extreme right but i could deal with that better than somebody who's overly emotional like yeah. hmm. i could deal with somebody that just doesn't seem to really be affected by anything before i can deal with that you know hmm. if i had to choose you know but you would but prefer somebody prefer well somebody balanced. in the middle yeah, yeah you know 
Yeah. I mean, realistically, emotions are a way to gauge, especially in relationships, how that mate is supposed to respond, which is an issue that I deal with because I don't emote very well about very much. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm at the point where I'm trying to figure out, I don't know if it's because I don't really feel the emotion or because I have, I have a process by which I diffuse it quickly enough to look calm and gathered to everybody else on the outside. Right. See, but I feel like you, so I, you know, (laughs) I'm not like a super emotional person. Like I have things that I, I obviously y'all have seen me get upset about things, but as far as, uh, probably me on the scale of like women in general, I'm probably a little bit more on the, the less emotional side than like the average woman. And I feel like sometimes that maybe um isn't attractive to some people like like i don't i mean you know i i'm i've become very good at compartmentalizing my feelings so you know shit don't work out i'm not gonna fall apart about it or like i'm not you know what i'm saying like when people expect you to get upset sometimes i'll just be like well you know what i'm saying like i Okay. Yeah, I mean, because you have to kind of when you go through adversity, right? Yeah. You kind of have to remove emotion from the situation a lot of times just to be, look at stuff objectively, yeah. right? So if you constantly like are falling apart over everything, that's an exhausting life, man. You know. But I feel like some guys expect you to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in my personal experience, like I think I mentioned this briefly. People think I'm just mean as fucking. Like I don't, I don't have other emotions <laughs> because. Nigga, <laughs> really? I couldn't keep it. I, I tried to hold it in. Shit, I didn't. But it's not that laugh. I don't. It's not that I don't have other emotions, but I don't wear my emotions on my sleeve. So, like, if you're not in my circle of of people that I feel comfortable doing that with, then I'm not gonna just be this like. I'm not a, a super emotional person. Like, I'm, I'm just yeah. not. I get upset, but like the people close to me are the people that are gonna see that. Everybody else is just gonna see red. They are gonna see this. Um, cause I, I just don't feel a need to do that. Like, so I feel like I get points taken off sometimes because I don't react the way that people expect me to react. Cause I don't, I've been through a lot of adversity, so I don't get upset about shit. Like, you know, I do get upset about some things and other things. I'm like, let's just figure it out what we need right. to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like emotional about it. So I feel like I get points taken away sometimes because I seem like I'm this uncaring mean person like hell i sent these niggas ac i sent them a very nice message in our group chat and they thought something was wrong (laughs) when you don't do shit on a regular basis i don't don't. it it a nigga think you're dying (laughs) (laughs) y'all was like what's wrong they were like what's wrong i was like i appreciate you guys i appreciate our friendship what the fuck? <laughs> so, then, so then I get messages like, "Are you okay? Like, is everything all right?" And I'm like, "What? Yes, like, but so, okay, Red. So how often before that have you done something like that? I don't even know if never. I had. Probably never. Oh, never. So never with us. Yeah, exactly. So how are we? I supposed told to, you that how, though. On point, like we got individually. a twelve year relationship. <laughs> Maybe three times. Okay, well, I ain't know them niggas that long. All so, I'm saying is, it, it got to be normalized for people to recognize exactly. it as... Okay, but so the way that not I... Not an emergency. The way that I right. process that, though, is in my mind. And the way that I... So I got. I guess I take for granted that people don't think like me. Yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it's more special because y'all know I don't do it all the time. Wrong. So, like... <laughs> so like Red ain't just like saying this like she must actually cause she don't do this shit like she don't get mushy so she's saying this I the Jamaican was in your kitchen <laughs> with his machete <laughs> ready and to his cook. dick out 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Probably so. But one in each hand. But I don't know why he would let you send a message at that time, though. I, so, why would I, why would like, I think y'all are great friends to me? That that ain't going to... Flowers. That's my That's thing. Your flowers. Is it? No. Flowers is my flowers. No, you could have changed it. People change things. I would let y'all the know. The fuck? You can't change no code so, word without letting niggas know I the code. Know shit. Jamaican might have been like, here's some flowers. But so, <laughs> but so and I and I, I did receive what y'all said about doing it more often. It, it, the the idea of doing it more often is like the way you did it is too far on the scale of outside of red. You know what I'm saying? You could have said, "I fuck with y'all." Yeah, that would have been that. That wouldn't have been. You didn't have to travel too deeply into the fucking no. candy cane and flower and kind candy world I was of emotions. At work. I was in therapist mode, so like the way it came out was indicative of where I was at at the moment. I was at work doing like therapist shit, so it came out a lot more nice because There's I'm a lot no more nice to my. So imagine what they're saying is you got to do it more often, and then it'll become a normal thing, and then. And, you know, yeah. it won't even be a big deal anymore, I guess. I guess. It don't have I can't to be really normal see for you. Doing that, it just won't be an emergency no more. It won't be an emergency to us. You can't see me doing right. it. Exactly. No, because I, I was like, this, I said, oh, shit, this nigga going to die. <laughs> she's, she's dying. And I don't know what to do. If you do it often enough, we'll just start saying, Red, having a good ass day. Thank you. That's what I wanted. That was the response I expected. <laughs> and then I got, oh, shit, bitch, you all right. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> But oh, so man. yeah, so like I think it just depends on who you fucking with. That's that that story to say Start that you would go fund me or something, <laughs> save your life. <laughs> there, are, there is a scale because I'm uh, not deemed to be very emotional by most people that know me. Even though mm. I am a very emotional person, I just I don't feel a need to like emote on everybody. Yeah, so you know it's like you know you just have to have a balance because I'm yeah. like okay, so in one of my relationships, a young lady was very emotional that I was with. And she told me that I wasn't emotional. Like she, she was like, "You got this man of steel thing going on, and you don't." Oh no, show you emotion. emotional as fuck. Where she get that from? I know, right? Because that's what I thought. <laughs> Who says you got this man of steel? That's what she said. You got this I, man of steel. Basically, okay. So the conversation came up because she said, "I, I don't think you will ever cry around me," and I said, "I mean, probably not, because I'm not a crier. You know what I mean?" But. <laughs> I was like, if I, I guess if it was that dire, then I might. But I really don't be crying over shit. Unless, like, <laughs> if, if they taking your car away. Well, <laughs> I be crying over that shit. But, like, but I mean, the, the way I look at life is like, is somebody dying? Is somebody sick? Is somebody, like, real situations, right? You know what I mean? But, like, just a little trivial shit. What am I going to be crying about? Like, men, <laughs> women don't want a man that is emotional. No. This is my theory. Y'all don't. Hmm. Women don't want a man that's emotional. No. They want a man that understands their emotions. And understands emotions in general. You need to have an understanding of emotion. But I don't want you fucking falling apart all right, the time. Like, the saying. fuck is this? Like, yeah. like, like that's not that? helpful. <laughs> so <laughs> you need to have an understanding of emotions. Yeah. But don't be all emotional. Like, if, if, because again, and I've said this before in, in who I'm looking for, I need somebody that when shit is, is get rough because life does that I can depend on you we can figure this out but if, if every time shit happens you finna fall the fuck apart like I don't need that yeah, I gotta man. be by myself I, now I got a baby your ass like I'm finna Damn. do that 
Well, yeah, because yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I don't know if I'm emotional. I think I'm sensitive to a lot of stuff. You can be emotional. I can be. Right? You're capable of it. Okay, so if she's saying that I'm not emotional, imagine how <laughs> emotional she is. Yeah. You know. Well, you you're you're guy emotional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I only know that because we've known each other for so long. What's guy emotional? What the fuck you does niggas. that mean? You niggas like. Oh yeah, they emotional too. I assume that guy emotional. If you're looking at a scale of of men that are man of steel who intentionally ain't gonna show emotion because they they not gonna do that you know misogyny sexism men mm-hmm. don't do that type of shit big boys don't cry be tough the, the message they mm-hmm. condition us to accept you know as mm-hmm. men right mm-hmm. them dudes versus dudes who you know ain't so extreme on it. it's like man we'll recognize that emotional shit going on emotional shit happen but we ain't water working over here yeah like right, I right. imagine that's that's what guy. That that's what I mean by guy emotional. Yeah. Is that you're? Is there a medium? I mean, I think the compare the yeah. other comparison is women, where yeah. women. If this is the scale where men operate on, a woman scale don't even start till right here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Okay. With like our shit, the lowest of men emotion on our the most emotional men we find in that sense is just as emotional as the most emotional woman. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think so. Or the least emotional least woman. Least emotional woman. And then women get more emotional from, from that yeah. direction. Because, see, I'm on the nigga side of, like, of women's emotion. I'm, like, closer you to that close side. You're closer to the, to the man side. Than yeah. I am to, like, the, the furthest point for, for women. So, dude emotional is just, again, if you have an understanding of emotions, you're able to express yours, but you don't fall apart. Like, you're able to express frustration. You're able to express, you know what I'm saying, the things that you have going on, but you don't fall apart from. If you have a bad day at work, you don't come in, like, crying or punching walls and shit, but you can express that you had a fucked up day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's guy emotional. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess so. so yeah. Y'all are guy emotional. <laughs> shit, that's but the I, first time I heard that term. Well, there you go. You ain't welcome. too bright, though. <laughs> what, you look, what, what things do you pay attention to, Cole? As far as like what looking for a woman? Yeah, just like things that you think that people don't like. I said weight staff. He said the the way that they handle adversity. What do you look at? Uh, independence. Okay. How independent a woman is. Um, okay. I think that's a that's a big because I've been independent for a long time. As far as like you know since I was a teen. So have I you look, dated people that weren't independent? Hell yes. <laughs> so so a woman being independent is valuable to you. I think so because okay. I can't think that goes along with being able to hold the household down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if I if I go out, <laughs> if I go out for real, you got to be strong and hold the household. Like I said before, till I get to at least seventy five percent. When I get back on my feet, then we good. But yeah, you know, uh, uh, I, I, when I and then when I say independent woman, I'm not talking about this bullshit that these motherfuckers be talking about now. It's like I can buy my own shit. Like I don't give a fuck about that shit. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. I want to make sure that the house don't fall in while I'm down. That's when I, I want. So you need somebody that is able to maintain. They maintain a household. They maintain right. themselves before you came along. Because I, I, I believe, and maybe I'm, I don't know how other people feel about this, but I believe in shared responsibility when it comes to the household. Okay. Like, the head of household bullshit is, to me, kind of stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just need to share responsibility so we can, most, you know, make the house run better. We need to work as a team. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, I'm the head of the house and all this. Like, that shit don't, I don't, I don't really understand that. Maybe that's not for me to understand, 
And a lot of I think a lot of men feel that way, but personally, I feel like if we share responsibilities and we work as a team, and if we can build the household together the way we need to, and we maybe we can raise our kids and all the other stuff, it works better that way. The bulk of that head of the household shit come from the Bible. It does like indeed. The man is the, the head, head of the household, you know. And uh, it says well, something like, "Go for it." Well, I just I think that that's uh I kind of agree with the head of household. Theory to a certain extent, right? Like I, I agree with what you said about two people working together, mm-hmm. like the husband and the wife working together, right? But like, if if something isn't clicking in the household, it's the man's fault. It's the man's fault. Yeah. It's but the see, fault. that's my perspective. My perspective <clears throat> is, I think two people as a team should delegate. Like you got mm-hmm. men. So what came from that biblical perspective of man being the head was a lot of misogyny and sexism got into the way of households in terms of man controlling the household. And so, a man could have a financial analyst back in the seventies as a wife, but he would handle the finances because he's the head. Like right. that's what it got to be for a lot of men. It's just I lead, this, I run this shit. Right. You Instead know, of when lead, lead and run is different. Two, two different, different things. Damn. When <laughs> delegation <laughs> is the like, Learn. if if she better at finances than me, she gonna take care of finances. You know, if I'm better at cooking, then I'm gonna fucking cook. Right. You and know he is listen. Whoever on point marries, if you listening, if, if you hear this later on, he's better at cooking than you. Just let the nigga cook. <laughs> Just let him do it. Yeah, it's man. all right. Let he him posted do it. some pork ribs on Facebook last week. <laughs> I don't even eat pork. I was like, damn, I wish oh, I ate pork, man. <laughs> Thank God, because I don't eat pork either. And they dog the hell out of me. For real? Yeah, it's right. just fun to Oh, me. we'll just give Cole these old raggedy hamburgers while we eat this. <laughs> 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 Wonderful <laughs> swine. They were raggedy hamburgers. They were not raggedy. They were delicious hamburgers. Well, you know. They were raggedy compared to them motherfucking real. Old pork turned his nose up at them saying, oh, hamburger. <laughs> More pig, please. Bring in the swine. Bring in the swine. I didn't make enough hamburgers because I didn't make enough hamburger because I put too much beef in the damn beans that I made. Oh. I didn't get a hamburger. Damn. <laughs> you had eight plates of pork, eight plates of ribs. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is five pigs lost their life <laughs> for, that, want, for those ribs you had last week. I don't week. want me not having a hamburger that look like I turned my nose up at them hoes. <laughs> Nigga, it wasn't enough. <laughs> I saw, I saw people with two hamburgers on their butt. I said, these niggas here. Man. <laughs> Raggedy, you can't invite nobody over here no more. Raggedy. But I, I was going to answer that. But the, the, man, the head part is, if my family fails, if me and my two kids end up out That's on the street, on people across the street ain't going to look and say, oh, how did that man and woman share equal right. responsibility nope. in the downfall of that family? They're going to say, that they gonna say how that man let that happen? Right. And I'm willing to take responsibility for that. I'm willing to be accountable for that. If my family go out there, I will go get a fucking job at McDonald's yeah. before I let her go bullshit somewhere out here trying to make money. So to me, where my man shit kick in is when we're about to fail I will do what it takes to make it happen right, right. at my sacrifice, not at her sacrifice. Right. So that, like my that man shit for me is on the very bottom of that scale, and it's only when shit ain't successful. Other than that, I, I just really don't care. Like I rather that shit be equal right. anyway, like on I equal agree. footing, uh-huh. a collaboration more than a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of women um, 
take that independence part of it and they be looking like I'm independent because I can buy my own stuff. I'm like, okay, nigga, I can buy my own stuff too. I think the the biggest thing is is knowing how to break away from home and actually handling your business as a woman. You get what I'm saying? Like, it ain't about purses and these shoes and all the shit you can buy. It's really about making sure your household is maintained and and keeping everything on the up and up. That's how I'm looking at it. Right? You no, know that's what I'm accurate. Saying? That that mm-hmm. is independence. So, have you thought about the idea that? If one person over here is a hundred percent independent, and another person over here is a hundred percent independent, when y'all get together, you know some of that independent barrier gonna have to break. Right. Like, what does accepting what you feel like accepting some dependence will look like? You know what I'm saying when it comes to another person. Uh, that's a th- I don't know. That's the thing. That's that's a hard question for me to ask because I honestly I can't give you the answer. On that. I mean, compromise comes with relationships anyway. Am I right or wrong? Well, yeah. I think I think you can look at. So if you got two independent people, right, you kind of look at each area in the other person's life and see who's doing better in what area, right? And you—that's your area. Yeah. That's the, the area you have. Even though you're independent, everybody got weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? You also have somebody that's supposed to make up for what your weakness is. Yeah, right. that's how I look. I mean, like I said, I don't believe me. I don't. I haven't been in a relationship in over a year, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, some but, people who don't know how to do that because yeah. they've been independent for so long. And I mean, that, I think listen, I think I have that problem. That's going. That's a real fear of mine. I going think I into have that a, a situation and it's so difficult for me to accept help. Like it's so difficult for me because I feel like I should be able to do everything, and when I'm not, it fucks with me so bad. And so accepting that this person is there and is willing and 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 this is kind of what their their you know role is and it isn't even anything about being like super independent or you i don't need your help type shit it's just in my mind the inability to do something it breaks me down like i hate it and so accepting that from other people has always been difficult for me and not even just in like a romantic relationship just in general because you know, I'm proud of myself on being able to like figure shit out and make shit work. And so when I can't and I have to accept help, and it see, pains me. I'm the exact opposite. I, I, I hope it's somebody that can help me with some stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been a, a lot of relationships that I've been in, I've been pouring into this person. Yeah. I'm the one who's That's giving the, them yeah. everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I love for a woman to come <laughs> over and see, blow, this is the way you need to handle this, 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 and this. You mm-hmm. know, I would love that. See, you know? for me, I'd be like, what's the catch? <laughs> Your ass can't trust her. You think everybody got an ulterior like, motive what's, what's and shit? Cause you trying to you trying to get me in something ain't right somewhere. You what you helping me for? It's a catch somewhere. Some next thing I know, you know, you I got me on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you pimping me. You out here pimping me on these corners. No, God. seriously, I be seriously thinking like it's a catch to some of this shit. So I be like, so oh, you got trust man. issues. That's that's a trust thing. I don't trust that you're uh, doing this with with pure intentions. Well. See, with me, it isn't about that. I I recognize that people want to help me because they want to help me, but I I feel like I shouldn't need it though. You know what I'm saying? Like I appreciate it. But I fucking shouldn't need it. Like I should be able to do this like shit every, myself. Like everybody need help at some. I know, point. and yeah. I know that like, logically. Can they hold our fucking heads up as a baby? <laughs> when you die, if somebody don't hold your head up right when you a kid, like you come into this world nothing but needing shit. Yeah. And I just don't think that ever ends. I need. I, yeah. My fucking gas got turned off. That's why my hot water don't work. Oh. Because stupid Alabama power changed the spire. And when oh. my shit was being automatically drafted, 
is not doing that no more. So I wasn't conscious of <laughs> I need to take my shit. Damn. You know. So I thought my fucking pilot light had just went off. Yeah, well you said that. I was like, okay, this shit so, better be broke. <laughs> trying to light the pilot light last night, clicking that stupid ass little button. On the water heater, it didn't work. So I'm like, damn, I guess I'm gonna have to call housing tomorrow. Well, I was gonna call housing and sound like a dickhead before I was cleaning up and found an orange ass pack. And I was like, oh shit, let me go check my account. $375. God damn. God damn. Well, the bill ain't nothing but $144. Apparently, it's a $50 reconnection fee. And because they're gonna reconnect it, they're making me do a deposit of $175. God damn. Hey, that's a hell of a deposit. Bro. Yeah, it's a hell of a deposit. But I happen to be a motherfucker that can afford three hundred seventy-five dollars at the present moment. Imagine how much this shit happening in communities that can't afford an extra hundred and got two hundred twenty-five dollars yeah. when this shit happened. Yeah. I, so this just made, this situation just made me feel like these companies are fucking the lower lower poverty communities in the ass oh, yeah. with shit yeah, like of them course they are. outlandish <laughs> fees. For people to have hot water. Yeah. Like the That's way crazy. that our society have chosen to regulate basic shit. I just imagine if motherfuckers figured out how to control air. Oh, yeah. Be at it. You like, had air bill. Like, did you pay your air bill this month? They, they figured out how to control radio waves. <laughs> they done figured out how to make them motherfuckers Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, Internet, cellular, <laughs> just natural shit we've been walking through since the beginning of time. Yep. They figured out how to find a frequency and connect that shit to a payment system and say you can't talk to your mommy if you goddamn ain't pay this bill. Exactly. <laughs> you can't yeah, call you, for help. Yeah, if you about to get murdered yell. and you ain't paid your bill, hey, hey murder, how you doing? <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey. I, I, clearly, hey. I had to get that shit hey, out. Hey, murder. <laughs> How are you? Come on I, in. Murder, I know what time it is. Murder be like, hey, big head. <laughs> and you be like, new life, who this? <laughs> but I just bought, I'm sorry, I had to have that little rant, but I just bought that shit to say, like, we need somebody constantly. Me started with needing, thought I needed the apartment complex to come here, but I actually need the spire motherfuckers to come turn my damn gas back on yeah, hey, man. so I can take a damn hot shower and wash dishes. I know that logically. And it's something that I'm working on um, that oh, I'm a work in progress on and that it's going to probably always be a struggle water. for me. Yeah, um, man. Because it's like, it's like the older you get, you just get used to doing stuff your yep. way, you know? And was, that's another thing. I've never lived with anybody. Yeah. So like, the way that I, I keep my, my apartment, I'm going to want to continue. Do, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be some things I know I'm going to have to give up, and that's going to be difficult because I, like, shit's supposed to be this way. Like, yep. I get out of my bed and make my bed up. Like, and so if I come home and you didn't got up and went to work, like, bitch, why you didn't make the bed? <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? So, Ain't like, I time. know. I, <laughs> it take, don't even take that fucking long to make no bed. I ain't going to lie. I don't make my bed. I make my bed. I make it up when I clean get out. my room. Yeah. Why? That's niggas. You gonna get right back in it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Niggas. I'm the only one getting in it. Yeah. Later. Who am I trying to impress myself? Myself. Now nah, somebody coming over. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a, that's shit. That's a different. She might get on this that's later a, on. Look, that's some, that's some nigga shit. I want her to be impressed. Oh, you that make is, your bed. Yeah, I man. sure do. That exactly. is some nigga shit. Gotcha. <laughs> that's some nigga shit. Come that's on, just dudes in general. But see, that's what I'm saying. So I know when I when I do live with a guy, it's some shit. That I'm gonna have to just be like, he a nigga. You just gotta. He don't think like you do. Because again, for me, it's like automatic. Let me make my bed up because I want to come back when I get in my bed to a made up bed. So I'm gonna make it up when I get up. Or, you know, just 
decorative shit. <laughs> Niggas don't decorate. You know what I'm saying? So like when we go That's into true. and get a place, I would be saying, well, we need to get shit for the walls, and he gonna be like, the fuck, we need shit on the walls for decoration, nigga. <laughs> like, but you just know, that kind of shit. You got to, you gotta like introduce and transition a person into that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I just fully expect. I believe in organized chaos. <laughs> That's what I call my system. I don't put shit in the same place twice, but I always know where I put it last. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my pens are now currently right at the front door when you walk in. They used to be in the office. They used to be in the kitchen before they were in my room. <laughs> Just when I do a mass exodus of cleaning and repositioning shit, it all go in a different place. I fully expect somebody to come into my life and be like, do you uh, do you always kick your shoes <laughs> off right at the door when you, uh, when you get home? You know, or you know, do you always leave the control over the couch? You know, instead of putting it up, like, yeah. I, but you Cause know, because I'm a step on that bitch, but, like, because this thing got me, knocked on the floor. But I, those are little trivial things that a person <laughs> will transition you into their life. With. They not gonna be like, nah, I know them shoes ain't gonna be on the floor. <laughs> like when they do that shit, like when they have that hard line as this how I want it type situation. See, we gonna have a problem. But I feel like that that's how the the, the independent to you know, accepting some dependence oh, yeah. going to be because when right. you get with a person, you're going to lose them if you don't accept some component of right. how they bring something to yeah. your life. And yeah. that's what I'm saying about I know that it's going to... There's some things... Just, and let me tell you something. Having predominantly male friends has helped me so much because, I have again, I have certain expectations. I have expectations that, you know, the nigga would be perfectly fine, fine with sleeping on the mattress on the floor instead of having a bed frame. I Thanks. feel like that's important. I did that for a while. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna put you out there like that. But since you care. mentioned it, look, it was you. Okay, this nigga slept on happened? the floor. Well, look, this is what happened. Let me ask you something, AC. But did you get some while it was on the on the? That's why you? I was okay. So <laughs> I just yeah, want to know. Get some in the bed frame broke, man. Okay, it broke. So I was like, fuck it. Let me just get rid of this. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I'll just step on the the box spring and the mattress floor, on the man, floor. until I got another bed. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was like. That's not on the floor. It is on the floor. It's a box spring. It's a box spring. Keep the shit right. Sitting on the floor and levitate off the fucking carpet. It ain't levitate, nigga. It's got legs. (laughs) What I'm just saying. Under my bed ain't never been as clean as when I slept on the box spring and the mattress. I have never done that. How do do y'all have experiences with this shit? I've never slept on a a a frame on the floor. Sometimes it just get real good and your bed frame break. You know I what I'm saying? I bed. Okay. I had bro- but I went and got another bed. <laughs> I, I went and got another bed. So, I mean, eventually, but what, you no, really need that to sleep. Can, no, I, again. can I sleep on the box spring and the mattress? Obviously, you is, can, is, but why would you? Is you getting some with the box spring and the he mattress did. only? Yeah. He was able to then get bitches. Then what's the problem? Let me, like, let me, okay, let I me just say, say, this. Let me just say this, though. This was in my in my early 20s. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> this, was, this was a while ago. It you was know a while saying? ago, but, but I gave you so much shit. I kept trying to shame him. Just get a fucking bed, dude. Get a bed, my nigga. Like, the same thing with the table. The table was you too we the had table, a whole conversation table. about the dining room table you don't have oh, to have a damn whole... dining room table damn you again. you yeah. don't have to have that shit look okay let me I, let me just that simplify this for you fuck as it. long as a guy can still get ass <laughs> that's really what it's about okay but if that, 
back to what I was saying but, about yeah. I appreciate having y'all in my life because now I have the expectation that when I do get a first home with her, I'm gonna have to be the one responsible for getting the shit that we that I feel like we need because if left to the nigga, I'm gonna be sleeping on the mattress on the floor. We gonna be eating on the couch and shit all the time. We ain't gonna have no dining table. We ain't gonna have shit on the wall. We ain't gonna have no so you sit at the damn table and eight. I sit at my table sometimes if I fucking feel like it. I got dogs, so I gotta make sure they don't. I have dogs too, and I sit at on the couch. Kima ain't my dog though. Kima ain't Remy. What the fuck that's supposed to be? Kima mean? is polite. She's a little lady. My dog is rough and begs all the time. She just sits there and looks sad and begs. Remy a be on in your lap like 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 trying to get at your shit. You have to be shoving but this mushing him in the face. If I ain't got a family, what I need dining room table for? What the fuck does that mean? Who don't need it? I ain't got no family. Yeah. What is your, okay. What, you don't we, need a dining room table if you. I mean, a lot of people still they have families. They don't even have a dining room. Who? Oh, oh but a no, oh, dining room. Okay, but they still managed to put a table okay, somewhere to fuck in there. Right. But okay. Uh, but if you're single, and you don't necessarily need a dining room table. I every you. listen. <laughs> I said the same. Two thousand and seven yeah. is when. Two thousand and seven is when I got my first apartment. At every apartment that I have had, I have had a table. Okay. Every purpose. Listen. On listen. Purpose. Let's not let's not <laughs> act like our society has not conditioned men and women to be. <laughs> conscious of different parts of a society yeah. right today if you met a dude and y'all went into big lots or not big lots but hobby lobby or some kind of fashion store or the first dude that to, to go into a, uh to live with you be creeped out if he said you know i don't really like earth tone so if we can get some vibrant colors in there to bring some liveliness to our spot get some exotic art like if a nigga came in there saying that shit yeah, you have the same look on your yeah. face uh, like you got now. You know what I'm saying? What What's up with you in fashion and all the deck? I, like, I thought that was a woman's. Like, I would be, that, be a little bit like. Uh, see that? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That goes with this dialogue. See? Men have never had to understand the functionality of this shit. To me, ain't no function of no damn headboard. The only thing a headboard do is. Hit her head against if you damn too close to it. Right. Versus the pillow. But see, but first of all, uh, 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 I had when I had no headboard. Headboard is aesthetics. That's it. It's aesthetic. That's it's a home. When I come into my apartment, I want it to feel like home. Those are the things that make it feel like home. Yeah, because you a nigga. Well, but for me... What the fuck that's supposed to mean? The, the niggas version of home... Because y'all bachelor pads and shit. Like, like and let me tell you this. And this is a fact. And you can, you can vouch for me on this. Married men live longer. And the reason why married men live longer is because we think about the shit that y'all don't think about. We make you That's go true. to the doctor when you don't go. Like, you're home. I feel like when you live with somebody or when you get married, the homey feeling that you're going to have in that home is going to be completely different from when you was living on your own because it's going to be shit in that house that make it feel more homey. The shit that y'all talking about you don't need right? that she put in Nigga, there. You mean tell me if I ain't got a bed, a, a, a headboard, then I'm going to die soon? I, did I say you're going to? No, what I'm not saying you mean? I didn't say you're going to die A dining room table is going to save I, my life? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Aesthetics matter. It adds to the aura of the home. It I makes it feel more like home. I don't think so. Why? The only I reason why I agree with that. I think, I think that. your perception of that. If you got a man and a woman that don't give a fuck about aesthetics, then it not gonna make a difference. Let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. 
if y'all y'all have seen these pictures probably of women who take pictures in the mirror and their background be fucked up do y'all look at those women differently like if you yeah. went like you gotta you got your shit on the floor if you went to a bitch house and she had the same shit. Her mattress box ring was on the floor. <laughs> look at you laughing already. Yeah. You're going to look at her differently because you expect her to be sleeping on a motherfucking I'm gonna bed. I'm going to say, what's your situation, honey? What's, go- what's wrong? Is there something exactly. that I nah, need to I'm know? I'm going to be like, that bitch nasty. <laughs> but look. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if nasty. She but might see, just have a bad situation. But I, I'm, just, I'm just speaking to like what are bare essentials for men. Like I, I just bought a, a house last, last year. Right, you did. Okay. Right on, brother. So it's 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 decorated. It's nice, you know. Because, of your because mama. like I kind of see your value mama. in that now. No, your mama. No, oh, well, don't she, do that. She your mama did. That. She definitely <laughs> had some stuff to All say. Right. But okay. I mean, now I'm in my thirties. It's just a different type of thing. Like I think that. The older you get, the more comfortable you you want to be. You know, like when you were in your twenties, you standing like you in college, you stand in the dorm room, right? right. But even I mean, girls dorm, y'all been in girls dorm room. Girls dorm rooms look different than dude. We decorate. Well, I, when I got ready to go to college, I decorated. When, when I, I had alcohol bottles all okay, over there. Okay, no, I'm not talking brother. about that. When I got ready to go to college, my mom and me went and we picked out like a, a, a bed spread set that was gonna look, and then I had a whole theme. Why? And shit. Because it makes a difference what in the how the room does that feels. Shit you in a fucking dorm room. You ain't paying fucking rent. But it's my what dorm room. Really? It's my dorm room that I'm gonna be in for months and months. I want to be comfortable. These are the things Did that, that make, make the bed me... any more comfortable than damn. You know, you my been in the dorm room. My mattress topper did. I had a mattress topper. First of all, other and half them beds don't even have box springs. No, they don't. That's why I had a mattress top. Of. Plus, nasty, you know, people sleep on them beds before you get there. Well, so of course, like, you got to cover, cover your shit Damn, But I had a nice no fluffy. No I had a nice fluffy, like, comfortable mattress What difference does that make? It's a dorm room. But see, okay. I was comfortable when but I was there. But what all this comes down to is that guys that don't decorate their house still getting ass. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> if, the if, fact if, look, that y'all if, gauge is like, do I get ass or don't I? Let, or I get what, ass without that's it. That's okay. What, that's why I take a shower. That's why I buy clothes. That's sad. That's why I have a car. That's, that's so why I have sad. a job. If I if, if I couldn't get ass, I still would be my mama. I that live with my mama right now. <laughs> I would still so be sad. living with her. I ain't finna get no ass. That's sad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get ass. I don't even so know what, what to say to that. Got a, got a, got a, got my own place. We we do a lot for for ass. You know what I mean? It's Next. just it's just kind of how it yeah. is. But you ain't even got to give me ass. You just be soft and, and sit next to me. I'm good with that. Look, I'm gonna tell you about. I'm gonna tell you about my Shit. situation. Home means something different to me as far as what makes me comfortable because. I just didn't have the kind of household when I was little that I could even feel comfortable in mm. or safe in that didn't or didn't even look worth decorating. I didn't either, but that's why I worked well, so hard only, to do that now. The only reason now. we had anything decorative is because the house that we lived in with my dad as a drug dealer, <laughs> apparently we put everything that could fit into the little shit shack we lived in in there. And that's the only sign of it. But it wasn't nothing that my mama said. Matt, like It didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? What mattered was that me, my brother, my mama was connected to a level that that's what made me feel comfortable with where I was at. Mm, so yeah. it's like to me, you know, I'm not I'm not discounting decorating. If that was the case, I wouldn't had I wouldn't have bought these little paintings. I wouldn't have my Marvel shit set up. Yeah. If I didn't feel like some type of aesthetic, something that makes mm. me feel comfortable matters to some kind of degree. But that's gonna be 
my, what my lady gonna do. Otherwise, we gonna have a big ass man king. God, yeah. But see, the difference is my home was not the like the aesthetics wasn't comfortable, but like also the the connection and the bond we had didn't wasn't either. Like you, you and your, you just said it. You know, all y'all being together mattered. That's that was not the 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 situation in my home. So. When I left, the thing I focused on are the things that I have control over. I don't have control over having somebody in my house that I have a bond with so it feel like home because of this person. So I focused on making it feel like home through through decorating it and making it feel like my space. Mm. So for me, making sure that it feels like my space feels like home. My apartment, no matter what kind of fucked up shit happens outside of that door, at work, just in general, when I come into my apartment, it's my space. Mm-hmm. That was created by me. That that reminds me of me because I'm the one that picked out all the shit. It feels like home. Now my definition of home, once I actually have a family and I do have connections with the people in that home, might change. Right now for me, my home is is what it looks like. It's what it feels like. My dogs are my home. That's my home. Them me coming in and them niggas jumping all over me and making noise and me yelling at them. That's my home. And right that's now. why I say. The perception of what home is yeah. is what makes a difference in that. If yeah. if that if creating and controlling that environment that makes it comfortable for you, home home, mm-hmm. then you know that that's perception of what it is. Yeah. That's how somebody who sleep on a, a, a box spring and a mattress <laughs> and don't got no art up and, yeah, and that, you got ain't got no connection to shit. You don't need nothing for it to like be home. You ain't got nobody in there and you ain't got no decoration. Oh, you just don't care. Do I have one in water? Do I have a place to sleep? <laughs> That's that. Can you wash your ass? Can you wash your ass? Thank you. Can you wash your ass? Can you drive? Right. Is it a roof over there? Is head? it a roof? See, this Can is you, why. Do you have food in the refrigerator, brother? There this, you go. This is That's why I when I do get married and move in with somebody, I have the full expectation that I'm going to have to introduce because I know you niggas. And so because of that, <laughs> that is an expectation that I have. So I'm not going to take for granted. I'll be like, but the fuck is wrong with you? I'm why you don't think I'm we need a table? Now. I mean, I think older guys... I think once you get older, you kind of mature, right? But if you were, Some, you were in your 20s, depends, like, um, I don't know. Depends on the guy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that, that, that maturity is, is on a scale. Wow. That doesn't have shit to do with age. Maturity is graded on a curve? It's on a curve. Like, Just about to know. I'm decorating now. I got to have my house feeling homey now, you know? In my 20s, mm, whatever. I bought, like, again, my dorm room was that way. When I got my first apartment, I made sure that I had the thing, again, because it's my space. And that's the thing that I have control over. Like I said, like, having a connection with the people that you live with uh, until you get a family, you don't have no control over that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, I can't access that. That kind of has to happen organically. So I focus on the things that I can control. Yeah. Mm. And my vibe in my apartment, I can control that. I can't control who in there, like you know, until I meet the nigga. That just is what it is. But I can control the vibe, so that's what I focus on. So that's home to me. Mm. Uh, and again, when that I get married sense. and expand it, you know, my I, my definition of home will probably expand. But right now, you know, I want my space to feel like me. I want when you come into my apartment, you be like, "This look like some shit red." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it look like red. But even when you get married, you still gonna be doing the decorating. Sure, the I know, yeah. but I expect to do yeah. that. Cause of you niggas, like I said. Yeah, cause we don't. I right. can pick a comforter. <laughs> Nigga, I know how to do that. I can pick that. I can pick towels. Okay, but the comforter has to match the other things in the room, so you can't just put a comforter. But does it have to match stuff? Does it have to match? It does. Okay. It does. I mm-hmm. know what. How to like do the curtains, and it just it needs curtains. You can have an eclipse. Why you have curtains? 
What the fuck do you mean? Blind. Like you gotta have blind don't block out enough light, and it's just a, it's, it's dark as hell in here. And these <laughs> blinds. Why well, got blackouts? He got blackouts. <laughs> Done. No, but look how bare that looks around there. Curtains added. I do aesthetic. wish I had some, but I ain't spending money on it because it ain't worth it. If somebody outside was giving curtains away now, I go get some. Right, but I ain't about to go buy them because these shits is doing what I needed yeah. to do. That's how I felt about the box spring and the mattress. <laughs> like, look, I, I can sleep. I'm as comfortable as I was with go. my shit levitating off the ground. But that's why that's good that women are different from men because the world would look totally different if it was just a whole bunch of dudes. I mean, it'll look. Yes. Yeah, it wouldn't be pretty. No. Nothing would be pretty. <laughs> Everything. Everything be, be functional. Yeah. Pretty that's much. what you want. Function. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Shit that works. Curtains don't do shit. You're the only one that didn't add your own thing before we go into our topics. Well, the only thing I got to add is I. What I look at is how she treats the world around her. Okay. And I think a lot of people get caught up in she treat me good or mm-hmm. he treat me good. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, if if you have the the capacity to treat somebody like shit. It's only a certain time before I can fit into that mold. Yeah, because you're new right now. You're a new, you're a new shiny thing for them right now. Because you Damn. just met. But as time goes on, you're not gonna be so shiny. And so the other people in their life that ain't shiny either, how to knowing how they treat them matters. Yeah. But how is it that a person can treat you good but treat everybody else like shit? Like that don't mean that don't. I don't understand that shit. They well, can treat I, you because they trying to will like all of us. Listen, because that, because but, for, for because for me. That person is the representative. That's what I was just gonna say. Everybody like, send their representative out at first. Everybody the thing, sends yo, out the best of them. Like eventually, you gonna see. I'm gonna see you treat a motherfucker like shit. Now gonna be like, but hey, that ain't that's me, that's them. It's me. not me. Like some people don't look at it like that. Like because you treat me so well. Like well, that's just that person, and maybe it's a reason why. And because he's so sweet to me, so like if he doing that, it's got to be a reason. Like it obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like some people don't recognize that. That's a problem. Like I said, you're new right now. I I never look like. Of course, niggas open doors. Everybody does all of those things in the beginning because that's their representative. As time goes on, and y'all get comfortable. Their representative kind of so I shouldn't do that away. shit in the beginning. Then I should no, just you should. I ain't finna open up shit. Listen, just walk your everybody ass sends out their representative. I send out my representative. The thing about the difference in people, though, I feel like is the level. That the representative is different from who you actually are. That's what varies from person to person. I think we all send out our representative, but some people representative is like way up here, and like who they actually are is like way down here. Uh-huh. So the difference between those two things is what varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody presents their bed. Like you, you make your bed up if you know somebody coming the fuck over. Eventually. Once you and her have been dating for a while, you ain't gonna go make no fucking bed up because she coming over. Like right. even that, that's representative. No, I take that back because even when when I was with my ex, when I knew she was coming over, I made my bed up. Well, what I'm saying, I, I, mean, when, I, when I hear representative, all that means is that the positive things about yourself is stacked to one side uh-huh. when you meet somebody. Yep, right. That's what it means. You don't. I, I'm not gonna go meet somebody and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm a messy nigga. I kick my shoes off and I forget to pay the fucking." <laughs> gas bill sometimes <laughs> you know don't do that shit no. that shit come down when they meet me they gonna be like you had some poke ribs before <laughs> you had these poke, poke ribs before or I be like you know do you like candles I fuck with candles you know I what I mean I make candles yeah I, 
It's computers. I, I like I dabble in a whole bunch of shit, you know. So they gonna the odds gonna be stacked in my favor. That's a representative because when they get to know the you you, that shit gonna be even out. Yep, it's gonna be even <laughs> the good shit, the good shit, yeah. and the, the bullshit, the, and the it shit that they out. accept gonna yeah. be stuck well, in a whole little basket of everything. But like right. I said, the difference between some people's representative and who they are, and that's gonna do, that is what varies. Like some people's representative is a complete front. And some people, it's just them stacking the deck. Some people stack the deck. Some people just send out somebody that don't even fucking exist at all. And then once the nigga get comfortable, or once she get comfortable, all of that shit fall away because the difference between those two were very different. Other like, people, their representative is like marginally better than who they are as a person. Well, my representative, my representative, marginally. I'm bit just better. transparent. Like, but I, so yours is marginally different. Well. It was just me because I just feel like okay, it, people that are sending they like you go on a date. Mm-hmm. That's not who the person actually is because that's no. just y'all first meeting for the first time yes. and all that kind of stuff. But the way I look at it is like, why would I be fronting? Because I want to be transparent so we can get to the meat of this situation. It's like, not fronting though. Like he said, it's it's you take all the stuff that's already good about mm-hmm. you and you only show them that. You just don't show the bad yet. Accentuate yeah. the positive. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gonna okay. you gonna take into account a little bit more what you wear. You're gonna take a little bit more time on your outfit. You might go get your car washed. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those things. Oh, like, okay. Those like, kind of things. If somebody cry at the first movie you go to, oh, you gonna respond different than the the, the twelfth time y'all go. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's months, true. You know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Day one, you ain't gonna be like, what's this emotional shit you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gonna wait. But you know, maybe I should have did that. <laughs> maybe that's what I need to start doing. Like, soon as I see something, just jump on it, just immediately. Like, Hindsight is a motherfucker. Yeah. Is a motherfucker. Why are you scratching your head like that? <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? But you gotta ease into that because if it's nothing. You look and crazy. You treat it like something. You the crazy one. That's you look true. like a paranoid motherfucker. Like the fuck is wrong? I scratched my head because it's you itchy. win that battle. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's man. Easy to lose it too. That's why dating is so hard. It man. is. You just but don't. God. It, it's just you just have <laughs> oh, to pay God. attention. Like I think a lot of times, especially again that their representative, and I preach this so much to my clients, like. That's not everybody always look at the representative like it's something bad. It's not. It's 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 what we do as humans. Like you want to make sure you want to ensure that you get another date. So you're gonna show them the good stuff. You're not gonna be fucking crazy. You're just not. Well, I mean, that's that, just in general. That's, that's like in, in general. life in general. That's like that. you don't when you go to your interview, I'm, when you go to a job interview, you present the best of yourself. Once you become an employee, yeah. all of that shit you was talking in that interview. Pfft, it don't even matter no more, you like for the lay. most part. You show a lay, you gonna come you early to the interview. That's in most areas. The representative is not bad. What I encourage people to do is just get past the representative. Like don't fall in love with the representative. Because the representative is not the sole of um amount of who that person is. Like again, it don't mean that they not the things that the representative is, but it just means you don't see the other shit that they are. You need to find out what this other shit is too. Like right. make your make your determination based on the good and the bad. Not just the good because everybody got bad. You just hadn't got to the bad yet. You need to get there before making your final decision. Don't fall in love with the representative. The representative isn't bad. That doesn't mean that somebody fake or it just what that's what and we that, do. And I look at it like, you know, look like a pharmaceutical rep. Pharmaceutical <laughs> representative. They come and tell you the effective shit of what they product do. And you find out I'm all the side effects. I'm letting you know the most effective shit that I got yep. going on. You can find out about the side effects and shit later. When you, you know start growing it, that, but that's never not told. that's not my marketing strategy. <laughs> my marketing strategy is like, look, I'm gonna tell you what this do. It help you with 
anxiety and depression. And that's not a lot. You got leakage. Oh my God. too. But it's not a lie. It does help you with your anxiety. That's not the strategy. It's just the leakage. Oh my God. The strategy is let me let me let me say you me. And then you know he just no. You do that with the understanding that people got other shit too. Yeah. It ain't like you're that person is a representative and you think oh this is just they just got all good shit like you should know. You wait for okay let's see where the other stuff gonna start seeping out and how they gonna start siphoning out that yeah that little bit because it is other stuff and that's fine like we all got shit that's the thing again that's why the representative isn't bad the reason why the representative gets a bad rep is because people don't wait to see past that and so they fall in love with the representative and be mad as fuck because they didn't wait for the bad shit to come out yeah you didn't you didn't wait on the other stuff you didn't fell in love with again it's not that 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 these things don't exist they don't exist in the way that you think they do you think that this is just he just mr perfect he he got everything and 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 you know everything is great about him but it ain't. You didn't wait to see the other shit. You didn't wait to see that the controlling shit that may have came because you weren't paying attention, or because he's so great, you're gonna look at controlling shit like, well, he just cares. He just really cares well, about. That's like, why. That's I why I look at marriage like you know the person that you marry is the person whose dysfunction you can actually exactly handle, pretty much. Yep. It's whose dysfunction you can about. deal with. Because who's gonna who be some dysfunction? Yeah, but you know? everybody's level of what they can deal with is different. You know what I'm saying? So you got to find somebody within the level. Uh, you can't be expecting no bullshit at all. You just need to find somebody whose level of bullshit coincides with what you can deal. Hopefully with. Yeah. that bullshit ain't tapping on your head every now and then when they get mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a level to the bullshit that you need to try yeah. to fucking avoid, you know. But to me, the way that she interacts with her whole environment yep. is how one she gonna interact Family, with me, friends, and, yeah. and but but outside of me, who she yeah. who she hopes to be a representative for, and hope for me to see the best parts of her when she don't have that obligation to people in the environment, people in the community, yeah. and her family, you know, wait staff, yep. you know, people that she gonna interact with. Like when she start treating them like shit. That's how you get in situations where you got baby mamas and baby daddies that treat you in ways you ain't never conceptualized because uh-huh. you ain't see how they treat the rest of their they environment. Ain't treat me. They ain't treat me like, like that. To like me, in the I, beginning, to me, I don't really... I don't know, man. It, if you said I love you to somebody once, you shouldn't be able to call them a bitch. No. You know what mm. I'm saying? Not because they ain't one, but because you never should have got to the point of calling a bitch somebody calling somebody that or, or saying I love you to somebody that you would call a bitch yeah. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying yeah. like we don't when you don't assess that shit when you don't look at that shit that's what you end up with yep I mean and I ain't saying it ain't room out there for people oh some bitches, people good as you know fuck what I'm yeah. some people some people <laughs> their level of dysfunction matches and they can deal with that shit to them mm-hmm. one right. another but yeah. for me I don't I don't drama and bullshit look at me and be like that's that nigga let's go mm. <laughs> fuck with him. Nah, you know uh-huh. so I don't have a life that got all that shit so I don't want nobody that's gonna invite none of it hell the fuck no don't need nah, it man cause life life happens anyway like yep. stuff like that happens in life anyway some kind of drama right uh-huh. so in my house it don't need to be none of hell no I mean it's gonna be some <laughs> some of that to but a not degree, like right? all but, the time yeah, constantly that don't need to be a normal, like, even with the kids like cause now we all at an age where you know, it's possible that you're going to find somebody without a kid, but it's more likely that they're going to have at least one. Damn, I don't want to. I know, me either. <laughs> me either. I wish you. Because, and mine ain't, even, mine ain't even necessarily about not wanting to be a step parent. I guess I always envision when I have my kid, 
it's our both of our first kid, and so we going through this together. Like it's, I, I, I look at it like it's going to be this bonding thing where we both like we don't know what the fuck to do. We got to figure this shit out. Here, now, you know what I'm saying? Like we. As we're learning and figuring it out together. Like, nigga, now. Like, ain't shit we can do. My coworkers were like, I can't imagine you coming home with a baby. And I was like, you know what? I can imagine me coming home with my kid, laying him down and like talking to him like, okay, so I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do next. Um, <laughs> I know you've never been here before. So like, that's your reason. But like, I ain't never been a mom. So like, we're both kind of learning. So I just need you to be patient with me. I but think, from what I understand, like when people have kids, they say it's some kind of just like natural yeah, switch. Yeah, that's that what I heard. You know what I mean? But I so. feel for that. My shit, my switch would be broke. I don't know. But so, but so <laughs> for me, it ain't about. Is. So what? I said it matter who the dad is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, so it ain't even about being a step parent. It's just I've always kind of wanted to experience that first time like together and us both like figuring it out together. But how they treat their kids is important. Like back to the baby mama and baby daddy. If you see how this person is treating their their kid, I mean, I don't want you. And I, I recently went out with somebody. I talked to the, uh uh-uh. I won't go into it. When I was somebody that had a kid, I didn't like how you talked to the fucking kid. I didn't. And you ain't gonna talk to my kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we have a kid, that shit ain't gonna fly. Like, I'm not... Hispanic, man. We're not gonna do... Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) What? He was not. He was not. He's Hispanic. He's not Hispanic. Anyway. He's Hispanic, brother. He's totally not Hispanic. I think... I think I I think, yeah. He's Hispanic. He's not Hispanic. Anyhow. He just told you he wouldn't. To stay well, in this country. About it? To stay, they deporting motherfuckers these days. <laughs> Shit, this is a Trump America. If he gets found out, he's going back. Anyway, <laughs> y'all know I cuss like a motherfucking sailor. I love to curse, but I am staunchly against people cursing at their kids. Like, my mom didn't do that. And we got right, like, quick. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to curse at us to get her point across. Like, my mama could look at us and we'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, She mad as a mother. Like, she better sit the fuck down. Like, so I don't like, I don't like, that has such detrimental effects on kids that don't need to happen. So, like, people that cuss at their kid, I don't like that shit. So, like, him cussing at his kid, no. And if you're treating this child... I'm not stupid enough to believe that our child together is going to be special. And so you're going to treat like, no, I pay attention to that because I see what your parents and skills are, what your parents and style is. And that don't line up with what the fuck I'm going to do except for my child with you. Like I'm not going to have it. So when people have kids, you need to pay attention to how they pay, how they um, treat those kids and the mothers of those kids. Cause at some point, everybody loves to talk about how my baby dad ain't shit. My baby mama ain't shit. You was fucking them at some point. So at some point, even if it was just dick, they provided something for you. Now yeah. you just hate the motherfucker and they're this horrible person. You might end up being that. Up, <laughs> they knew they fucked up when they fucked up. <laughs> you have to pay attention to how they look at it. And so with kids, I pay attention to how they treat their children. Like, And I, I never even met his son. I overheard this old shit on the phone. Like, you on the phone yelling and shit at this little nigga. Like, he, he's six. Why, why are you yelling? It don't take all of that. Like, are you cursing and shit? Like, why? He's six. Just tell him what the fuck to do. Like, yeah. he is not Hispanic. That's what Hispanics do. All right. So, I think that's enough relationships. Well, it's enough personal relationship shit because my very first story is going to go into to some relationship shit. But if y'all have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, again, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send us uh, a message that way. Uh, I am not going to really get in too tough to this um, 
this particular story. I just kind of wanted to mention it because this is something, even in my, my job, um, I've been seeing. Um, so back to people with kids. Um, I, I don't think that people with, with kids, women especially, uh, it applies to, to guys too. Everybody that you date don't have to meet your kid. Okay. And, and people that you don't even know that well should definitely not be around your kid. Um, so where did this happen? In New York, um, a three-year-old was found dead. Um, the mother's boyfriend beat her to death while mom was at oh, work. Oh, I seen this story. Ma- yeah, mom left her at home with this boyfriend, mm. and he beat the child to death while she was gone. Mm. You do not <laughs> need to have every single person that you fucking around your kids. You need to be a little bit more careful. Uh, I had a situation, not me personally, but knew of a situation where somebody had a child with a guy and didn't find out till after the child was here that he was a registered sex offender. Those type of things are things that are easily searchable. Like it's, you just need a first and last name. This just FYI for anybody listening that's dating and got kids. All you need is a first and last name. Go to the, the sex offender registry for whatever state you are in. Put the first and last name in. Even if they have a common last name, Part of the registration requires that they take pictures. So you, you can see what they look like. They have to re-register every year, take a new picture. Uh, and now, will this, will this keep every single uh, instance of this from happening? No, because some people haven't got caught yet. It ain't on the registry. But for motherfuckers, that all. <laughs> That's an easy way for you to veto out somebody who doesn't need to be around your kids. Like, leaving a three-year-old girl at home alone with a man that is not her father... I'm not doing it. And you, and you ain't my husband. We ain't like, I'm not, no, absolutely not. Like those kind of things you have to take into account when you are dating. Uh, you can't just be leaving these little kids at home with any Joe blow that you fucking, you just can't do that. And this happened, this didn't happen in Birmingham. This ain't even nothing that just happening in other places. We didn't have, you know, situations here in Birmingham stories where people, kids have gotten killed by their parents, significant other. Shoot, kids getting uh, removed from homes every day uh-huh. due to boyfriends sexually uh, abusing the child. Not even just say like the boyfriend be the one that put bruises on the yep. kid. The mama get back and be like, "Why, why DHR police here?" Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend be like, "Well, I ain't got time for all this shit." And they out, and yeah, you still dealing with situations because yep. a lot of the counseling that we do with the parents we work with with kids be removed yep. are making sure that they have the protective factor. Yep, which DHR. They make sure they measure as a parent if you have the capacity to make these decisions to keep your child protected. Yep. And in the event where you choose a bad relationship where you couldn't keep your child protected, that's a problem. It's a problem. That's it a problem. Because sometimes this is it is a life or death situation. You chose somebody. Not only did you leave yep. your three-year-old with somebody, I'm pretty sure it's a whole bunch of mamas that have left they children with a boyfriend that they should have and they got back home and everything was okay. Yep. But she chose somebody that would beat her three-year-old to death, which means you didn't know enough about him. Mm-mm. And if you did know that about him, and then you made a bad decision of leaving your child at home with that person. So just be careful. Like, you know, dating hard enough, but like when you're dating and you have children, you have a responsibility to your children to not put them at risk. Um, so, and so, like I said, a three year old little girl, there is no reason why that child should have been left at home with him. So, gentlemen, y'all may potentially date somebody who got a child. What do y'all think y'all roles supposed to be in discipline at that point? 
I don't have a role in discipline right. in that child. Well, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying how to long, gauge that. How long, some people feel like How that. long have we been together, first of all? And then is, are we on the road to marriage? Because That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. You're, you're, definitely, you're definitely going toward marriage. Ideally, that's somebody you want to be with, you can't be with. Maybe you even marry somebody. What is your role? Ever? I mean, does your role advance in the discipline at some point? Or what is it of, never your role? What kind of conversation me and the mother's had? Whatever I'm saying, what, like if, what's if, important to you? What kind of conversation? I do mean, have to if have? if I'm at the point, where I'm in the situation where one, I got to have a conversation with the mother, of course, and then if like, I think for me, it really depends on if we're married and like if we're not married, I don't really feel like I need to be disciplining somebody else's child like that. Now, until I am actually a her husband and that child's stepfather, I don't feel like I need to be what doing I'm that saying? kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? saying? That's what I mean. When, I, it, when it is like when it comes to stepchildren, is there ever a point in time where you should be the disciplinary? Yeah, I mean, if we're if I'm married if we're, if I'm married to somebody, this is technically my stepdaughter or step. Uh, so what does that look like though? Like, are uh, if you would whoop your birth kids, are you gonna whoop your step kids? What kind of discipline does she have going on? It's all conversation. Like, if she doesn't believe in spankings, then we have to talk. Then we need to have a conversation about discipline in the house. You know what I'm saying? And, sp- and spanking don't work on everybody. Like, it I don't, don't understand how I, people, people do not get that. My, but it you know not. what? My cousin, he used to get his ass whooped all the time and used to still do stupid shit. But until my aunt actually said, you know what? Let me take this nigga stuff away mm-hmm. and see what. And she started taking his stuff and he was just like, oh shit, like, I gotta. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 if if he knew he was gonna get something taken away from him, he'd st- he'd straighten up. Off whooping, he was like, "That ain't man. Come on, I can do that. I can take that." What about you, AC Blow? Yeah, I don't know. I like, I, <laughs> I haven't even thought about that, man. To be to be honest with you, because to me, I, I haven't even thought about like dating somebody with kids. I know I probably should now, but this age, man, yeah, it's hard not to. I mean, it, again, we all everybody in this room is, is kidless. But I yeah. feel like we like unicorns <laughs> Like yeah. it ain't a ton of us Like we all happen to be in this room But like out there is a lot more people with kids than, than not um, Yeah For me you know If the other parent is involved Like for me a dude that's got a kid I don't think Especially if we're going to get married I don't think people do enough Co-parenting with the other parent You know what I'm saying Like you want to keep that other parent out Or not involved them. And of course they're going to get upset about that you know, if all of us are going to have a hand in raising this child, I think that we all need to have an understanding. And I recognize that that's not always possible because some people be mad and bitter. We ain't together. You done brought this bitch in here. I get that. But that would be something that I would, we going to at least try. We're going to at least try to involve this other parent so that we all have an agreement about how this needs to happen. And I'm going to take a secondary but, role to that because it ain't my kid. But what if the kid, what if the kid's father ain't shit? Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like a motherfucker that, that I said I mean, an involved, like an, a parent that's actually involved. Well, a can pick up other, a motherfucker can pick up a kid on the weekend. That don't mean they're involved. I can take my kids to the damn zoo, but that like don't I mean said, I, I, I said love said that it's not always possible, but I would at least try. Now, if they ain't willing to do it, that's different. But I'm not gonna not try because I just feel like, and I, I, I would be willing to take a secondary role. This is not my birth child. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, we all make depending on. Y'all made this child together. Now, I'm not going to be left out, but I'm also going to recognize my role as a step parent. So I'm not going to enforce my will and say, well, no, this is what has to happen. It's not my child. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would be willing to work with 
the other parent and, and yeah. take a secondary role because it's not my blood parent i mean my blood child that ain't my kid this is your kid man i ain't gonna lie man i, I get anxiety when i think about like marrying somebody with t- with kids yeah because like, I, I i got a friend that he just got married like three three weeks ago and she had two kids he had two kids Oof, and shit. i was like Brady they, bunch at the at the wedding they had a little ceremony where they like kind of like i guess they were showing a dedication to each other's kids and uh-huh. stuff like that and my homeboy was doing that shit with like such calm <laughs> and i was like okay so he must really be in love with this woman and really like it's worth it to him to yeah. go through all of that to because it's gonna be tough it that's, is that's a tough situation it no is. matter how you look at it like yeah. you know and it's tough on a kid but, but i you know the way you frame that is is odd how you frame that because okay. it's like you, it sounds like you're saying that you feel like he only accepted her kids under under the umbrella of how much he loved her, versus he may actually love these kids. You know, mm. depending on how they actually interact. Now you may know more <laughs> you, about the situation, right? I than, see what you're saying. I do, yeah. But like, I think it's possible for somebody to love a woman and her kids and be invested in marrying into that family mm. like that. Yeah, but I mean. But he, but but really, the overarching thing is his love for this woman, right? He wouldn't be like taking on the responsibility of these kids without the woman, right? I mean, so for me, that's look. If you a woman that got kids that date me in the future, your kids can't fuck up our relationship. <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there. They want, you know. So if you want to wait for six dad. or seven months before I meet your kids and I meet them. They can fuck up seven months worth of your time. Right. I'm not saying bring them into the situation early. I'm just saying, I need to be able to accept you and yours. Right. Not just you. Yeah. With the because I grew up in a situation where I felt like I felt like we were not. I had two stepdads. It was grudgingly yeah, like yeah, I guess yeah, like yeah. neither one of them gave a fuck that we existed. They wanted mama, but they didn't want the package that came along with it. You right. know. So for me. I don't. I know how it feels to be a kid that have a stepdaddy that don't yeah. feel like he's accepted by that. I don't want that. If I can't accept your kid, I can't be in a relationship with you. If I can't accept your you and yours, then I'm not gonna put your kids through the dynamic of how they'll feel, and right. I'm not gonna put you through the dynamic of how they'll feel. But right. you know that came from my that come from my personal experience. You know, right. So for me, kids will fuck that up if if I don't want to be with. Like I'm gonna need to. At least like your kids. Now, loving <laughs> I mean, her, but that makes a lot of damn sense. Is, is what put me in the situation where I would become to have to interact with people that I hope to grow to love. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that. You know, but at the end of the day, I need to feel some level of positivity about the her kids. kids and feel that yeah. coming from them. Right. You know? I see what you're saying. That you can't sense. force them on. I mean, you can't force a kid to be like, oh, you got to love him. Like, no, that shit ain't, that shit is not going to work. But yeah. that goes oh, they back. definitely don't gotta love me. No. Like in that in that equation, they definitely ain't gotta love me. You know, I just have to be. I think we have to be in a position where we both can grow to yeah. value each other some kind of way, but to like, where we can work together. Some women, some women be so in love with whoever they with and shit like that. They don't understand why the kid don't. You know, like the motherfucker, love him. You know what I'm saying? It's like you should love him. He and loves look, your mother. And I, like, no, nigga, I don't. I don't have to love. I don't even know this nigga. Well, you know and look, kids but, are sometimes very. Look, kids and dogs are very good judges of character sometimes. And so sometimes you think you didn't found a Mister Right, and the kid like, no, 
This nigga ain't shit. Yeah, they'll sniff you out. Oh, look, Remy, my hound dog loves everybody. The Jamaican that I keep talking about that's stalking me, he bark and like he viciously be wanting to attack this nigga. Which lets me know that you this nigga's just as bad as I think he is. Cause he loves everybody. He never barks at and I've never seen him bark at anybody other than that dude. Uh, but that goes back to why I said I would at least try to involve the other parents. Sometimes, and not all the time, sometimes the, the kids not liking this new person ain't necessarily just because of them. It's because of the feelings toward the, about the other parent or the mm. other parent. is. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I want, we need to provide a united front to this child that we all care about you. We all love you. Like this ain't got shit to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Like we all here for you. That's why I would want to involve the other parents. So it ain't like, I ain't trying to replace your mama. Your mama's still here. She's still involved. I, I ain't her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Jen. I, I'm not your mom. I'm Jen. But I think a lot of people, Coming into the situation, don't even have that conversation with kids. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I think they just I come in that, and again, just do mandatory. Yeah, we, we're like, gonna do you, that. Like I think <laughs> if I'm being this shit, we the kid is gonna be comfortable because like, that you're right. Kids can fuck it up. And I ain't gonna stand no situation where niggas telling me I ain't your mom. Oh, just, you know how you fucking know. right? I ain't your guy. Sometimes mom. people people don't give kids the the Respect. credit. Yeah. yeah, like they, respect, I mean, they just because they kids don't feelings. mean they dumb. They do dumb shit, but and they, they ain't stupid. Feelings. You know what I'm saying? This is a change for them too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta come in know, with man. that conversation. I, I think like, it's bro. just the way because, like, you you kind of identify with that situation because you had stepfathers yeah. and stuff like that. My parents been married since they was 21 and 22. And I'm the oldest of three boys. So, like, it ain't even natural to come into a situation <laughs> where you dating somebody with kids for me. Like, yeah. I can't I can't even, like, fathom that right oh, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why I get so anxious. Oh, they the Cosby's. Like, don't let him fool you. They are. He's the hustable. Oh, shit. <laughs> you can't read either. Listen. <laughs> you dyslexic too. Listen. These niggas have Sunday dinner. They get together at Christmas Nigga. and everybody. Oh, see? What? Well, look. What that's, is but that? see, that's that's not that's we my ain't even We don't even have a dining room table. What you talking <laughs> right, about? Like, like I took my whole family out for brunch on Easter and stuff. Brunch. You know what, what I'm saying? We do stuff like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is that something new? Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> ain't never had that shit before. But yeah, it's, so, it's, it's all about yeah. what you what you grew up. Yeah, in, that's your you normal. So that's that's why I'm like, man, how how am I supposed dating is tough enough. For me, anyway. Yeah. To not oh, even shit. throw kids into that situation. It's like, man. My you know. preference, again, is somebody without a kid. Because it, it just adds layers of other shit that I really just would rather not deal yeah. with. But at this age, I've accepted that that might... The way that I envisioned it happening, it just may not fucking happen that way. Look, it I'm may claiming not. that. I'm a married woman with no kid. <laughs> Dang, like, I'm just putting that out there. Like, I'm just... That's, Put it in the universe. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It might be a long shot at this point, but mm-hmm. hey, you know. The older we know. get, everybody... You gotta be everybody. specific about that, though. Because the universe will give you a lady with scrambled eggs, goddamn. Oh, oh well, no, nah, I won't. <laughs> that can't happen. He'll be like, here you go. <laughs> okay, Yo, we time to adopt, man, brother. I want somebody that can't baby. have kids but doesn't have kids. Okay, okay. that you can't is. have kids with. That I can have okay. kids with. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's man. specific because the universe don't give a damn about oh, it'll fuck you over. <laughs> it'll fuck you over in a heartbeat. So. Well, look, no, I was gonna, I was gonna add to the conversation that. So I mean, when I think about when I think about dating a woman with kids, it's so much shit I gotta talk about. You know, I gotta consider. It's just so starting off on the social media or social dating sites, the first thing is 
If you got a, if you got a picture with your kid on your profile, hell no. Rap. If you got a what? Hell no. I don't understand oh, that shit. You should Why not be you putting your kid your out here. Children like nope. that. Stop. Dude. You got to trap pedophile. Anybody that is a pedophile that shit. is looking at these profiles and I already know what your kid look like. I already, you know what I'm saying? Like I just that is stupid as fuck. I don't understand people that do so that. So first off, it's a rap if you got that. Yes. Two, if you say in your profile you got a kid. You gotta have some other shit in your profile that make you interesting enough with a kid. Because in my head, I'm still searching for somebody that may not have a kid. Yeah. So you know, if you if you That's look if you look great aesthetically for me, and your profile is talking about something, and you got a kid, then okay, cool, I'm all right with that. You know, going down to not having kids. So now we we in a situation where if you got a kid, it makes a difference. How old is the kid? Mm-hmm. You know, right. somebody. Somebody, I just talked to somebody. One of their friends just had a baby, and she was like, know. you know, you know, what, you know, you want me to give you her phone number? And I'm like, no. I, I mean, that's a different situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, a new boy, How does she know? know? How does she know she a hundred percent done with this dude? You know what? Right. Like, go in a little tiff right now because at the end of the day, I feel like most parents won't. To be, have the child father, you know, with them, especially you know, at the beginning. The so beginning I hate stages. to be a, I hate to be a regular rebound, but I hate to be a, I just had a baby rebound <laughs> because you have some kind of. But but let's let's say that 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 relationship is dead. You know, maybe he dead. I don't know. Let's say that it's absolutely no. <laughs> wait, no wait, way. wait. The kid or the, no, 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 the, the dad. No, no. Okay, let's just I'm confused. I'm like, uh, like the child. Who died? Wait a minute. No, let's just oh, say shit. it's a hundred percent chance you're not gonna be with that person. At the point that your baby is so young, I feel like the relationship you need to build with your child is gonna conflict with the relationship you need to build with your mate, and that's gonna be a difficult barrier. Mm. Or somebody like me is gonna be expected to take on a fatherly role earlier than than I care to. So right. that's the first variable. Second, so age, you know, versus if your kid is three, terrible threes. I don't want to meet you now. <laughs> no such thing. No terrible. Yeah. Terrible <laughs> twos. Terrible. No, they say it's one or the other. It's terrible twos or terrible threes. Some kids don't do twos. Yeah, don't wait it's, till it's, threes. It's one or the yeah. other one, generally speaking. Or it parents. might be the whole two and three. Yeah, you might get another word for threes. It need to be. Treacherous threes, treacherous threes. Some people be like, "Ain't no such thing as a terrible two When that motherfucker turn three, like, God damn, they pull another kid out at the park. They be like, "Damn, that shit, that, that shit took time to develop." <laughs> you know, and so that's different. You yeah. know, than if they five, and if they ten, you know, yeah. because now, now they ten. Now they probably listening to little Uzi Vert. Yeah, and I don't want to hear that in the car. You know what I'm saying? And then you get the teenagers, and then oh, I'm like, shit. dang, like, I'm old enough to date somebody with somebody, somebody with is a kid that, that can be about crazy? to graduate high school. Right. That is insane. That is when did we get this old? The no, I told a girl, she was 35 and had an 18 year old. Shit. I said, damn. <laughs> shit, a lot of fucking was going on back in the day. We never knew. <laughs> but that's just, and that's just the shit. age variable. The next variable is how close is are they to their father? You know, because. Ideally, I hope the child have their father in their life, which means I hope to have a working relationship with him yeah. on discipline and stuff. Yep. You know, that's because best. I can't, yeah. as a thing, I can't come in to somebody's life who's eleven or twelve, and their daddy been telling them shit their whole life to do. Which one thing that that a lot of men tell kids to do is if somebody hit you, hit them back. I don't, I don't agree with that message. No, not mm. for kids, and not as general as it is. Because mm-hmm. there are certain circumstances where 
you you as a grown person ain't gonna hit somebody back because you weigh what it will lose you if you hit somebody back in a certain context. And you're not giving the kid the opportunity to weigh. You just telling them to hit back in any circumstance. And sometimes right. it ain't exactly. It ain't but that. so my hope is not to tell the kid an opposite message to their daddy. My idea is to yeah, communicate with the daddy or the mama to communicate with the daddy. Help I, I feel like that that situation you describing right there that's rare. That's rare where, the, where the, the stepfather and the actual father on the same page with raising the kids. Yeah. Like, how often does that actually happen? But Shit, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna happen because the dude, the dude who's the who's the ex and the dude who's the new dude, he got one, the ex gonna be like, man, I ain't fucking with that dude. He ain't shit. Right. Why he, that's he, what I'm he, saying. But yeah. that's why it doesn't right. happen, but it needs to then happen. Then I'll be the first person to in try, that yeah. child and that mama's life who is willing to reach out to that dude. Now, and you don't reach I, out yep. to me, that's something, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna have tried. After yeah. I decide yeah. to join a family, yeah. and a child is a part of it, that child still becomes the most important part of what goes on yep. because I'm not gonna be a part of that child trauma. Mm-hmm. I know what trauma look like in kids. Yeah. I'm not gonna be a part of it. I don't want to be a part you know? of nothing like and that. I'm gonna and try to help me. that, and for me, helping that is gonna be communicating with the adults in that child's world about the best way to do it. I put my ego to the side. If he can put his ego to the side. And have a conversation about yeah. what what best do. I don't want to sit here and act like I know what's the best because at the end of the day, your child is going to gravitate to what you say. Mm-hmm. And if I say opposite shit of you, I'm going to be the enemy. That's why I said I'll be. I'm going to take a secondary role. Y'all are still the parents. I'm not. I'm not trying to come in and replace either of you. I want to take a secondary role, but I need to know how to do that. We all need to have a conversation for me to do that. I'm not trying to be the mom. I'm not trying to. You know, you're his mom. I want to be able to take a secondary role, an active role, but I need to know how to do that. I need to know what y'all already got set in place. So again, I would be willing the same way. I want to initiate that. Like whether it happens or not, I'm going to know I try it neat because it needs to happen. It's rare, but it's rare because people can't put their egos aside and you mad. I ain't finna talk to this nigga. I don't want him around my kid, but he going to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to make that decision, man. This so, whole conversation is giving me anxiety. <laughs> just thinking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, you know, to your point, I was going to say, you know, I'm 33. It's still, like, I mean, it's, it's still easy for us now to meet a, a, a woman without kids. You know, we can date somebody but, seven or eight years younger than us. I it mean, ain't easy to meet dudes without them, though. I know. Your ass is in another situation. This, I'm this just, wasn't to you. This I'm just out here losing. This was to AC Blow. And Cole Jackson. But I feel we, like we, we are if we looking for that. Like usually I'm 34, but I usually date women in their twenties. And now I'm looking at women in their twenties like doing that. Yeah. Like maybe I shouldn't be doing it. Maybe I need to try to find somebody that's like my age. You know what yes. I'm saying? But you talk. Twenty year olds be looking so good though. But you know, but the thing is, like, you know, you have to go through these situations to kind of figure out what you need to be doing. I be you know? trying to help you, and you still just don't listen. But I'm thinking, <laughs> if I'm 34 and I date somebody that's 27, 26, 27, I'm thinking that that's not a huge jump. What were you doing at 26, 27? But I'm like, dude, supposedly y'all mature quicker than we <laughs> Some do. Some of us. Right. Oh, they just tell you that lie. No, that is a scientific fact, nigga. I'm not doing this with you. That is a fact. <laughs> they tell you that shit all day long. But yeah, I, don't think that's true, like, I don't think that's true, really. Let's not act like I can't find a 33-year-old that's as confusing as a goddamn Riddler. You're correct. Or as unpredictable <laughs> as a damn Joker. Let's not act like that well, shit ain't possible. That's true. Like, to me, to me, you just need to have a personality and character filter on whatever age motherfucker that you're looking for. You know, 20... You know, you dating 20-year-olds, clearly, 
they they brain development not might not be all the way there versus somebody that's in their 30s but you can find somebody in their 20s that are worth dating you know and you can find somebody if that's your age that ain't worth a shit hmm. or a 50 year old pimp that's selling dope <laughs> that nigga's called it's called hustling nigga that's out here, here dabbling here and there. What the hustling. fuck is dabbling? It's shit. <laughs> I didn't say the shit. I don't know. You had to ask that nigga with dabbling. Me. Dabbling. Dabbling. He dabbling. You, you stick your whole dick in or you don't. <laughs> Period. <laughs> there ain't no fucking in between. You ain't never heard shit. nobody be like, let me just, just a tip. Just, just a tip. Why would I do that to my nuts? <laughs> What the fuck is that doing for me? I don't know. If I, I put my head in, the shaft going into. <laughs> everything's I, going into that. That's vagina. why you just say just the head so you can get everything in. Oh, you don't, you don't just you. do that. You don't just no. do. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, no. Well, I ain't never That's did that myself. That's too close to me, too. <laughs> 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 I know. I ain't never did that myself. No, Let me uh, no, put that no, out there. No. But... I'm going to tell you right now, either we going all the way or we ain't going at all. Oh, See, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was only okay with the mushroom tip. <laughs> man, but he gave me the whole link. Yeah, now look at me, man. I don't know how we got here. I'm sure it was my fault. <laughs> you said dabbling. Somebody brought up dabbling. She brought up yeah, dabbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He the one saying dabbling. You got such an issue with that word. I because didn't make it, don't it up. Make no fucking sense. He in his fifties and said dabbling. I don't give a damn if he was in his seventies. You either stick all of your dick in or you don't stick your dick he in. He said at all. he was dabbling on his wife. He on a, you know dabbling with other women. I Again, what the fuck does that mean? You had to ask him. Oh, ask oh I was right here. I was dabbing. You have him on the podcast. Da- yeah, bring <laughs> oh, him shit. out here. And I need to talk to him about dabbing. Oh, my God. What's I don't even dabbling? know. We, that might get be dabbling the thing. Dabbling is denial. Dabbling <laughs> is, is saying that I ain't in it enough to, to you know, be considered a bad dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm raw dogging bitches out here. Yeah, I'm married. Exactly. Right. You, that's, that's the opposite of saying I'm dabbling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have sex with him with condoms. That's that's dabbling. That means I love you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I raw I raw dog you all the time. But oh. these other outside women, condoms. Condoms only. Oh man. And I don't eat them out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, man. God me. <laughs> What? <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> sorry, but call it silly boy. I'm sorry, boy. <laughs> so AZ, you had uh, so AZ listens to the show a lot, and I'm sure he be in his his house a lot of times, like. What the fuck? Like wanting to add in, and, and he can't because he can't be here all the time. And so yes. he had a topic of conversation that he had wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to talk about. Um, I saw an interview that K- Killer Mike did with the NRA. Mm-hmm. You know, and okay. it was just it was just a terrible interview. <laughs> I thought, you know, because I like Killer Mike, big fan of his music. I am too. I think he's an intelligent brother, but I'm like, as woke as you are, and I hate that term, but people just. People use it. You a woke brother yourself. Charlamagne How dare you? Had a, he had a, a really dope quote on Instagram today talking about woke people because they talking about the new Drake video and shit. Um, because they was dogging Drake out about the new the the new single he just dropped. So oh, I gotta listen. To I it. it's, it's, it's amazing. He took a Lauren Hill sample and flipped it, and I'm like, I don't Damn, know how I'm y'all do. How you do that? that out later. But um, yeah, like, but Killer Mike, you know, as smart as he is, I was like, well, why would he do an interview with the NRA, you know? And so, like, in the interview, he was talking about how um, he basically didn't agree with the um, 
the the kids that are the, the parking shooting kids that mm-hmm. are protesting and having all these demonstrations and stuff and i guess they had a, a demonstration or a protest where they were walking out of schools and he was yeah. saying well if for like a minute or yeah. 17 minutes one minute for every victim right but yeah and so he he was telling his kids look if you walk out that school you can walk out my house because mm. this is a family that That's supports the fuck. second amendment and stuff mm. like that and so i get i got what he was saying like he's a uh he's a supporter of the second amendment right but uh People are confusing why these kids are protesting the way that they're protesting. It's not you know? the black and white issue people want to make it. Like, yeah. I, people who feel like gun control, I don't know why gun control means we're taking your guns. Like, you can't have any guns. We Now, there are people that talk about just to getting rid of the Second Amendment, but I think that he, my experience has been that people, anytime you talk about any kind of gun control or, or, or you know, monitoring it or anything like that, then it's, you want to take away the Second Amendment. Nobody said that, but like, that's what it's looked at a lot is like right. any kind of change is trying to take away the second amendment and i don't think that that'll never happen though right it'll never happen and and anybody that'll realistic wouldn't even be looking for that to happen but you know having some reform doesn't mean getting rid of the second amendment but like people want to make it this black or white thing either you're for the guns or you're against them like it, it is not yeah to but, me it's not a black and white issue but killer mike was he was acting like okay the whole reason why these kids are protesting is because they want to abolish the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the intent of no. the demonstration, okay. right? But let me say then, this real quick. then he turned around and tried to act like he he put a video on Instagram saying that he actually supports their cause, right? Mm-hmm. But this that's not what you said in the interview. So I watched the same interview, and the guy who was actually doing the interview was kind of leading things, like. We did. We talked. We actually on my on my podcast. We had a conversation about it. We watched it. We actually posted it up. Okay. And uh, one, you know, and Shogun. I said this with my my uh, co-host Shogun. I said this random black dude that's that that the NRA is using to bring the black people in because I've seen other NRA videos before and I ain't never seen no black folks on there before. (laughs) So you're you're one. He's the token. You're yeah. Yeah. You're 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 trying to get us to. You're advertising to us. You want us to be on your side. Right. Um, but the questions and the way the dude was leading Killer Mike's a smart dude. I love Killer Mike. I love what he what he tries to put out there. But the questions and the way that the whole interview was set up just felt like the 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 guy who was interviewing was leading these things or leading you know, do you see what well, I'm saying? He I was mean, putting the questions out there in a way where it seemed like Killer Mike, whatever Killer Mike was gonna say, wasn't gonna sound good. Well, I mean, I, maybe there was some of that going on, right? But I just believe that Killer Mike is smarter than that, right? Like, no, he wasn't leading Killer Mike to say that he disagreed with the parking shooting kids. Right. He said that on his own, right? You know? Yeah, you're right. And so that guy, the guy who was doing the interviewing, he he is the token black at yeah. the NRA. You know? Yeah, NRA is pandering to black people. With yeah, that, with because that guy. he he like I was we were talking before the show about the guy who was doing the interview, right? His name is Coleon Noir. Mm-hmm. I hate his and, fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> And so I remember him before the NRA. Mm. He used to do a lot of gun reviews and talk about Second Amendment issues. Then the NRA started paying him, and he started saying whatever the NRA told him to say. And so now he's trying to make the NRA cool, right? Or they're trying to use him to to bring minorities to the NRA. Right. So and in that interview, Carleon and uh, Killer Mike were talking about black people need to join the NRA. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like why would she, why would we why would black people ever join the NRA? And they were saying, well, they've done this for black people and that for black people. And I'm like, 
Where's the proof for any of this? Yeah, I was about to say, where's about? the documentation from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that documented? Because now, my you haven't met my co-host Shogun, but I'm pretty sure he'll find the documentation because he's... Yeah, Shogun and, and is a, a, a conspiracy theorist, which y'all would probably get along because you got so. some of those. At, you got you you're not hardcore, <laughs> but you sometimes sometimes you lean yeah. a little towards conspiracy. Right. So right, y'all would get along. But see, the thing is, like you know, it, let's say that there are some isolated incidents where they have um, worked on behalf of black people, the mm-hmm. NRA, right? That's not what the organization is known for as a whole, yes. right? And that's that doesn't the majority of the people in that organization are white people, you mm-hmm. know, and so. My thing is, don't be a pawn. And Killer Mike is smarter than that. And and so I was like, either they paying him or he. But just he apologized stupid. after that though. But he apologized because of the backlash, yeah. right? And yeah. and he he didn't he backtrack on what he was saying in that interview. He clearly was speaking against the Parkland shoot, the, 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 that whole situation, the speaking against their protest, right? Mm. And then he tried to act like, well, I'm an ally. I'm sorry that the NRA weaponized that interview and made it seem like I had a problem with your cause. But that's what you said in the interview, Killer Mike. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, had, they had a weapon, but he gave them the ammunition right. yeah. to what he was saying and what he was communicating. Yeah. And my So my problem with that as a whole with Killer Mike's way of thinking about his family is we're a Second Amendment family. We're going to get... It don't sound like his family have much room for individuality. It don't sound like they can make their own decisions and and say, well, Dad, I don't really think I like guns. Like, so uh, uh, ideas and perspective that rigid paint kids into a position where if they choose, if they happen to be kids that don't want to carry guns, you know, they either have to pretend like they do to appease Daddy and the family that he say they are, hmm. or they have to be the black be sheep for backlash and yeah. be the black sheep of of that situation happening. So I don't agree with that. But I'm trying to I'm trying to look at what he said as not so much a an attack on Parkland. It's hard because of how he framed it. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at that he values the Second Amendment so much that that's the case. Because Killer Mike had an old old interview where he said he I don't I, I'm, this ain't verbatim, but he said um. Black folks out here, I, I hate to make y'all mad, black folk. You probably have seen this, but he, oh, he said, and I, I and everybody around here talking so nice. But if y'all ain't ready to farm y'all own land, yep. if y'all yep. ain't ready to shoot guns, if y'all ain't ready, y'all ain't ready for shit. Black right. folks ain't ready for shit. He basically just laid that shit out and said all that shit. So it ain't like that. That Second Amendment stuff really deviates from what what he believes. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to tell myself the way he framed it is the problem. But Killer Mike is smarter than that. Well, the reason why he said that is because he thinks that that's going to impinge on his Second Amendment right. Like, these kids protesting. <clears throat> he thinks for some reason these kids protesting is going to get rid of the Second Amendment. And, like, I don't understand why he thinks It'll, that's that'll the That'll never case. happen. You know? Um, I, you know, I, I, I was very glad that, that the kids... Um, were standing and, and what all they really were saying now some of them may have you know have this idea that the second amendment is going to go away but they basically were saying protect us yeah. you know what i said like we need y'all to fix this shit like y'all keep you, uh, your um your thoughts and prayers ain't doing shit because we still dying at school where we supposed to feel safe right we need y'all to do something to change that hey i'm trying to figure out which protest y'all talking about y'all talking about the one where they walked out of class yeah. or you're talking about the one to march for life shit well both of them were the same yeah, yeah. See the March for Life shit, I wasn't feeling it. 
where the celebrities and stuff was yeah there. i wasn't oh, i yeah. wasn't feeling that at all i, I like i it kind of taints what the message is supposed to be and i know celebrities want to come out and oh, i want to yeah. show my support but i, I mean i said it on our show i was like i don't understand i said i don't get it you know what i'm saying the march the now the walking out of class mm-hmm. thing understood got it made a point the March for Life thing. I'm like, <clears throat> Rihanna up in here, and then we got the Kardashians kicking in, and I, I'm like, dude, this is kind of tainting. It's tainting what I think you guys are trying to do. I get what this is, but y'all got this super huge rally and all this other stuff, and I'm like, I just was like, I said, I don't, I said, I don't understand where we're, where we're going with this, and I know they're the future of America, and they're going to be the future lawmakers and stuff like that, and I mm-hmm. get that, but I'm like, well, shit, we ain't too long had niggas getting killed. I was not just going to say, ago. like, where was the big rally for that? Like, well, what we the were hell doing rallies and we were protesting, and we were told to sit the fuck down. And, exactly, and, 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 and that's <laughs> why I fucked the NRA because Philando Castile got killed, and all these other people got killed, and they said nothing. Right, right? so fuck the NRA. And that's why I was upset with, with Killer Mike. Because I'm like, you know what's going on. Okay, so either you getting a check for them or you just that dumb. And I think he he's not a check. that dumb. Yeah. He's just not, Killer Mike is not I a know, dumb guy. So here's the thing with me. And it pisses me off all the fucking time. Like every time we get somebody that speaks up for our rights and all this other, like, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and all these other motherfuckers. I look at Killer Mike like that too. You know what I'm saying? Because Killer Mike makes some very good points. He does. He does. Yeah. But as soon as some fucking money start whiffing around, they get fucked up. And he's like, well, here you go. Let me pull up with this briefcase for <laughs> like money. And then you start you start leaning a little bit. And I'm not like, like dude, like, but that's this, why we ain't got no black leaders now. This is what I think about Killer Mike. This is what I think happened. I think, because he wasn't always political. Right. right. So I think that he, he found a lane. Okay. So now his brand is being a revolutionary, right? Right. David and that's too. it. You know, I'm not saying that he doesn't actually like want the black community to do better. Same thing with David Banner, like yeah. you said. I mean, that's just their brand now. I think it's for a check. Yeah. I really do think it's for a check. And it's like, now being woke is the new cool. And yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, man. we gotta, get, we gotta <laughs> rise up against these white people. I'm like, well, motherfucker, you just had a song that said, the, 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 um, you had, what was it? What was Dave Banner's song? Calm Girl or some shit like that. And the girl was oh, on play. the yeah. yeah. You yeah. had that song not too long ago. I remember you and making trap beats <laughs> nigga, don't tell me this shit like T.I. like T.I. the same way all of a sudden he just like he, made a, and he his, made a woke album I was like nigga I was trapping to your ass nigga his prison <laughs> speeches kill me because T.I. used every word he's ever heard that has more than four syllables when he t- it is so fucking fun. it's so prisony it's so prisony like <laughs> and that's what niggas who've been to prison do cause they ain't like got the nothing to do the totality of the situation was like nigga he's like shit like that's asinine he's yeah. the hood he's, <laughs> he's the hood Stephen A. Smith that's no, what he is no that's that prison shit he niggas go Stephen to prison they ain't got shit to do but read they come out and they do that shit they they their vocabulary has expanded so much that they just throw these words in unfucking necessarily every time I hear T.I. talk I just think about a, a prison nigga yeah, like that what it sounds like <laughs> and, and he was trying to jump on that that woke bandwagon he made an album yeah he did, us, did. I think it was like us and him or what it was but he did, did, a woke you, album. did you notice when he was promoting that he left the door open he said now nah, I'm finna go back to this trap shit at some point yeah. <laughs> but this is what's working now cause all of this stuff going on you know so that's why I ain't got respect yeah. for a lot God, of rappers, like, man. That's the God box. It's David hard yeah. to know, right. just like politics, it's hard to know who believe the shit they believe 
and who is using it as a platform to gain something. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to know. It is. You know, it is the same for hip hop. You know, it's just that killer the way Killer Mike has and Killer Mike Daddy a police officer. You know, for, for mm. whatever that has done for his perception of mm. America or how he looks at the Second Amendment and shit like that. You know, but a lot of what he said has made me evaluate somehow what I look at it. And that's what makes it difficult when people that you value end up doing or saying something that you have a problem with. Because, like, that interview, I had a problem with that. Because it implied, just like all the right wing and all the NRA want you to believe, is that that protest was about getting rid of the Second Amendment and taking guns away. Yeah. When in reality, each person that marched out, it meant what it meant to them. The motherfucker that is from a Second Amendment family can go out and their purpose for going out being to to honor those 17 deaths. And the people who want the, the Second Right Amendment abolished, that can be their cause for going outside. But when you assert that that's what you believe is for, for that person... You have politicized the situation. Mm-hmm. Killer Mike in that interview politicized that situation, which would cause his followers to look at somebody different, which would cause white people to say, "Look, they go a black rapper." And you know that what they finna say do. What, you know who who think that y'all should keep y'all and guns? There, and there's this black friend interviewing him. Right. <laughs> y'all get along. Yeah. So <laughs> like, what's the fuck? What man? That's that should be getting under my skin, man. Because it's just like nigga. I why think, why do people trust white people in general? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just going to... Because they have good nah, credit. But, but, but that sounds crazy when I say that, right? <laughs> but look, Credit's okay, good. there you go. But when you look at the history of this country and the way that black people have been treated, why would you ever just give somebody the benefit of the doubt like that? When Let me... Real shit. When a new white person comes into my life, and I'm sorry for the viewers, it just sound racist or whatever. I'm not racist, but this is a defense mechanism. When I first meet a white person, you come into my life at a deficit, motherfucker, until you prove. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's with anybody to a certain extent, but especially <laughs> just because of the shit that's, that's, I mean, it, it sounds a little extreme, I know. No, but okay. No, it does. Well, I count. I have a countdown clock until you say nigga. <laughs> when you come into my life and you're white, it's just a matter of time. Right. I mean, yeah. No, yeah. I've had friends that I've been cool with, and I, you know, when Trayvon Martin, I think that was probably the first major one. I started looking at him. You know what I'm saying? Because like it hadn't been, there hadn't been anything that happened for me to like know how they felt about black people as a whole, right? Like me and them were cool. You know, they kind of was okay with other black people. So like nothing had really happened that made me be like, Bitch. you know what I'm saying? Like they were okay. Yeah. Trayvon Martin, these things started happening. The posts that they were making, I was like, oh, right. Okay. That's so how that's you, how you feel. feel. But, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Because gotcha. eventually, <laughs> right. I understand. Eventually, if, if somebody has it in their heart, eventually it's going it to come right? out, right? Yeah. But, you know, I'm cordial with everybody. Cordial mm-hmm. with white, black, whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But look, I'm mm-hmm. looking at you like, oh, that motherfucker finna come out the bag on my ass one day. I'm I'm waiting for it, right? Because <laughs> that way, you ain't disappointed when it happens. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, okay. Well, this <laughs> finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally. You know what I mean? Shit, like, we get to the court and shit. Finally, man. Yeah. We can all breathe I mean, now. I, you know what, and... I I've talk, I don't know if I talk about this on the show, but I, I'm I'm no longer dating white men. That's that's how 
<laughs> was it because of the ghetto gagger comment? <laughs> oh, that was wild. That was Yikes. really fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. And even because of that, yeah. but but the more that I, I, I when I was going out with white white men, I recognized that there's a level of understanding that I don't feel like they're gonna be able to to rise you, to. Man. You know what I'm saying? And so when shit like this does happen, when injustice does happen, it. I'm not I don't feel like they're gonna be and it, it isn't because it's not like their fault they just aren't able to to, to have the level of understanding that I, I would want and I don't know that I would be completely comfortable like like uh, with my family and I, I say nigga a lot yeah <laughs> so but I'm not gonna be comfortable with them saying nigga right and it, there's just a lot of, of things that I started thinking about in looking at a long-term relationship with somebody of another culture. And I just recognized that. Yeah. I so wasn't going to be able to do if it. If you dated a guy for about a year and found out he was a Republican, he was black. It was, is that going to kill everything? I don't know how we would date for a year and I wouldn't know that. Yeah. That wouldn't even last. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I feel like some shit would be said beforehand that I'd be shit, like, nigga. Probably get us hiding it. Nigga, what? So what? No. I mean, mm-hmm. niggas, I, shit, niggas I, is, I make enough Trump jokes yeah. for somebody to be to challenge me on that, and I'd be like, Yeah. Wait a minute. Well, wait. You support what? That are you a Republican? That <laughs> and I work for a nonprofit Bitch. where most of the people that we service are lower income people uh, from project areas in Birmingham, and I talk about work a lot. So like somebody that's a Republican. I feel like hearing me talk about the shit that I talk about, they're going to say something at some point that I'm going to be like, bitch, what the f-? He might like you. Yeah, you know He saying? might be like, let me keep this a secret until, you know, we <laughs> get married. But you heard some of my stories. Like, I don't think, I don't think a lot of my, st- like some of them maybe, but I think at some point I would say some shit where they would be like, well, they just need to, you know, they're deciding to stay in this hood. Yeah, and, man, listen, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that would happen at some point. I feel like I a lot of hood, nigga. I'm not going to say that white white people that come into my life come in as at a deficit. I'm not going to say that. As with what I was talking about with relationships, I measure people based on their on their character, on, on their interaction with me and on things of that nature. So my life, the friends I invite to my life is more like, you know, you know how you seen a movie where people walk up to a little big metal door and they knock on it and fucking <laughs> open up with their eyes. What's the secret word? What's the password? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that situation is for everybody. Like, it, you got to infiltrate my system on a more deeply level. But what that does do as it pertains to interaction with white people, the ones that do get in, I do understand that that, that there are nuances with race mm-hmm. that they not going to look at me out of eye with. Yeah. Right. There are things... They never gonna tell me about their racist grandmama that say nigga all the time, <laughs> you know, because I feel like every white person got a racist, an overt racist. Especially him. Oh, him. I, I, like every, I, I mean, I, I say that, you know, I, I say that, but if it's not every, I feel like a lot of them have more that. often than not. And, yeah. and, and you know, that's my theory as to why. That's my theory as to why white people it's so easy for them to brush off racism and is 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 hard for us. Because what they do is they convince us that it don't exist. But I know in their world, they talk to a whole bunch of people and they talk to a whole bunch of races all the time who ain't willing to be racist in front of us. Right. So we gasp at all every time, you know, somebody say nigga, but they be like, eh, it's no big deal. <laughs> it ain't no big deal to you because your Uncle Jim Bob say that shit all the time. Right. Referencing somebody I mean, like me. You I know mean, what I'm saying? What's the problem on point? It's just a word. See. Doesn't mean anything. Well, then don't fucking say it. If it's just a word that doesn't mean anything, you should be all right with not it's saying it. It's just a word. No, the new thing, the new thing is I don't want anybody to say it. 
kiss my ass. You know, well, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna stop Trump from saying man, it when ain't nobody recording. Look, man, I'm so tired of that <laughs> argument, man. I'm so tired of white people trying to tell us what we can do within our culture. Fuck you. If I want to call my nigga my nigga, that's my nigga. But they want to do you know what, what we do. Like, our, they want to do it. So AC the Blow, thing. they want to be cool like us. But it ain't I even know. about. It's not, I don't even think it's about being cool. I think that so rare is it for white people we get told we can't do shit out of time like that's just part of being black in america it's a lot of shit you can't do yeah they don't get told that a lot no. and so like i think that to have something that they can't do it's like well why not right. i do right. everything else why can't i do this I thing included in your shenanigans but again yeah. and what your, the, the example i always go to is i had a gay friend and he didn't he didn't say the f word himself but like i i've been around other gay people that use that word I would never fucking say that word Mm -mm. ever because I know that it's offensive. I know that it's rooted in a lot of ugly shit. And so the fact that they call each other that ain't got shit to do with me. And I don't feel like I'm hurt because I can't say it. I don't feel left out because what you guys are saying, like that never happens. It don't bother me. (laughs) I don't have to say it. Because we've been oppressed for so goddamn long. (laughs) Shit, we don't be knowing how to get included with different shit. We've been oppressed. It don't bother me. So like when people say, well, you guys say it or why can't we say it or everybody needs to start say like, I don't understand that argument because there are other cultures that have words that they use that were used against them that they use like with each other. I never ever feel like I should be right. able to say it because y'all but will like say you it. Say, it's that entitlement. It's an entitlement. Because I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers. This is a little bit deviating from what we're talking about, but we were talking about Trump and Kim Jong-un, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wants North Korea to disarm. No <laughs> no nuclear weapons, right? And so my coworker was like, that makes sense. He's he's a crazy guy. He shouldn't have nukes. And so I said, right. So I said, well, you're you're a proponent for the Second Amendment. You say that uh, armed society is a polite society, right? So why wouldn't that be the same on the international stage? Yeah. You know? And so he was like, oh, I never, never thought about it. Like that. <laughs> But look, Motherfucker, they but gotta look, protect themselves too. But that's the entitlement. I'm white. I can have nukes. America, we can have nukes. Uh, but everybody but else the rest can't. of the day, the rest of the um, world. world can't have it. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? This never even occurred to him. He really was looking at me like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know? I mean, it's just like they really don't have a concept I, of it. I've told the example that I've used. For for as America goes, that that represents that entitlement is that you know white America was founded by white people, and so I figure it's akin to you know inviting somebody to your house, which I feel like white America believed that they invited us to their house and said make <laughs> oh, yourself at home. Now when you shit. get home you kick your shoes off, you rearrange your furniture, you do everything. Yeah. But if you go into their house after they say make yourself at home and start moving furniture and shit, they gonna come and say what, what the fuck you doing? Right. You're <laughs> supposed to be serving drinks. Right. And yeah. I think I think that I think white America you know, and, and, and I, I always try Alt to say, white. I ain't talk out white America. Alt white America. Want, I don't want, but, see, what I don't want is, look. I don't want my message being validated by good white people, which I don't know what the fuck we're going to do with good white people. <laughs> we'll have that conversation later. But I don't want that message <laughs> validated by good white people who, who would say, but not me. But you who, know, so. But, but watch say, this. The good white people 
still got this entitlement thing going on. The no, ones, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody got the entitlement going on. And, well, I think, I and I think that's that part of white America where Man. they say, come in, make yourself at home. Man. But they really mean, don't move none of my shit. Sit down on my shit the way I got it. Don't disrupt. Don't protest. Don't try to talk about figuring rules. If you say some bad shit happening to you because you brown, it ain't true. You know what I'm saying? I get first deals on everything. Affirmative action. You know what I'm saying? It you got I I lost a job to affirmative action to somebody before. You know, that that same little dialogue that we get from from, you know, quote unquote good white people. You know what I'm saying? They got that same shit. You know, so I, I ain't trying to say that they they ain't involved in it. Right. You know, they don't believe they are. That that's why they a whole nother mm. thing to figure out what in the hell to do with. Right. But that's what that's how they treat America. Like this our house. We invited y'all here. Don't fuck with nothing. But we'll tell you to make yourself at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. how that's how we're treated. Pretty and that's much. how brown people are treated. And you know what? From the nuclear example, it seemed like that's how America feel about the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, America. Pretty much- America first is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that was- well, I, I mean, yeah. You know, and, and, and we got a pre- we got a president that's indicative of American society, period. Nobody <laughs> nobody wants to admit this shit, right? <laughs> it's like, oh well, people didn't vote up. Everybody got every excuse in the book. Nigga, he reflects what America is. Period. <laughs> I mean, real shit, he man. He speaks to a lot of people. I'm not going to say all of America feel like that, but no, I know not. a good chunk. <clears throat> no, he's saying good. like it's a representation of what America, the, the ugly, the, America don't want it want to separate themselves from Trump but Trump is a, what a lot of what American society is. Yeah. But they want to separate it and like oh he just crazy like no this is no yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, no yeah. it's a lot of people just like oh yeah he's 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 speaking the truth. No he, yeah, he's crazy yeah. and so are y'all. What the fuck? truth is he speaking? <laughs> your your <laughs> truth that ain't my truth. This man literally said millions and millions of people voted illegally in California. <laughs> yeah. That is categorically false. <laughs> That is not true. There is nothing true about that they shit. They never said you had to be smart to be the president, brother. There's a lot of dumbass leaders that just know how to lead. The problem he don't is even Trump know how to don't do know that. how to lead. No, he doesn't. Trump, because... Stock because, market doing uh, dips and rolls and doing the tits and rolls well, see, and the shit. First year, now, the first year he was in office, that shit stayed stagnant. It was, well, high, it was the highest they, it ever been. That, and we're stagnant. And we're good. The they, still had a, they still had a little bit of a lid on him. But now he just don't give a fuck. And so now he, we're going to do tariffs on China. And we're going to do tariffs on the, like they don't have a lid on him anymore. We got and two so more this, years. So what? I said, we got two more years of this year. We may not make it. I and we not. not. <laughs> a part, now when you're leading on your own, then that's one thing. But when you're leading a, a group of people, getting valuable input and perspective from different people is important. He don't want that's that. That's the problem with him. One, he's not a natural leader. Nope. He is a businessman. Exactly. He's a successful businessman. Success? That's to tell you everything that you need success to know. Success is the uh, yeah, he's very subjective. That's subjective because he got a bunch of bankrupts under his he's belt. Su- he's, he's successful in making his people believe that his name is worth shit. <laughs> That's what his success is. Whether his name is worth some shit or not, that is to be seen. Subjective. Well, success is subjective. We, we know he's worth $3 billion now. We know that for a fact, right? I don't know. It, I mean, is it? I is mean, it? Yeah. I haven't seen any tax returns yet. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> they, right. won't pull them, they won't pull them out. 
I need to see tax returns. That's, I'm still waiting on MSNBC <laughs> to give me the real tax return. I remember they was like, we got Trump's tax returns. I know. Right everybody was like, yes. And that shit was like 95. Right. It was 1995 tax returns. They ain't telling me shit. And it didn't have nothing problematic. Like, yeah. So they came out like it was some real nigga shit. We got them. We got him. We got him here on MSNBC, and I tuned in like a fool. I was like, I want to see these tax returns. Right. Guess what? Nothing. I don't know what the, the, the same short show when those ninety five came out. Donald Trump ain't tax. Yeah, but but this is my thing with that, right? Like you got to come up with all kind of information to uh, buy a house or whatever the yeah. case may be. It's a lot of paperwork involved. Yep. But for some reason, to be president of the United States, <laughs> you don't have to show your tax returns no. if you don't want to. No, you don't. You have to do that. Why? Why do I have to do that? That's insane. You can't you. even purchase a car without proof that you got. Like you, it, most things in life, you you don't just get. Right. There's all these things that you have to do. All of these steps, bro. That's democracy. <laughs> the, the level to which you can, the levels to which you become successful in, in democracy as a politician is how many dumbass people you can get to write your name on a piece of paper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. He was yeah. very I good mean, at that. Damn. It was like, come on. It's me. It's Trump, baby. Donald Trump. It's Trump. Donald yeah. Trump don't market himself on, to Trump. the people that got some sense. No, he, he doesn't. He market himself to the people that done had bad experience with Latinos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Come on, rednecks. I got exactly. you. You know, and look. Well, don't just say rednecks because there was a there was a lot of suit and tie motherfuckers. Well, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. I like what he's talking about, but particularly with go the rednecks because they don't have they really don't have nothing to game. The suit and tie. Business owners and stuff have something to gain, right? I was going to Destin and seeing all these dilapidated ass houses on the side <laughs> of the road with these Confederate flags, and I'm sitting there looking at them like, y'all voted for Trump and y'all still ain't got shit. Y'all still in this motherfucker struggling and gonna be. And we gonna gotta be give struggling. it time, AC. No, boy. we gotta give it time. <laughs> we have to give it time. When his second term comes up, we'll be all right. Oh, we'll see, we'll that be group, good to go. That Man. group of Americans look at Trump as something that is possible to attain in our system. <laughs> they don't look at that shit as a system that subjugates them and keeps them from being able to attain that of course. shit. But see, that's what Republican propaganda has done for that mindset. It made them say, we can get that shit one day, as opposed to black people who was told in their face, you can't have this shit because yeah. your ass is black. Yep. We right. know what the system do. We know what that shit look like. That's how we know that those kind of ideals that Republicans have, they ain't made for us. No, but that's the thing too. This motherfucker was beefing with the Republicans. He was dogging every Republican. He was like, he, he ain't shit. shit. Yeah. He yeah. ain't shit. His I'm old. kicking his ass out when I get in office. He but was he got to replace his whole cabinet. He got them multi-layered messages. Yeah, for the rednecks that done had bad experience with Latinos, and he's saying they taking y'all jobs away, which they ain't got jobs no way because they on welfare and Medicaid too. <laughs> right. They, right. That message is for them. And the that, black people, who he was just like, well, the Democrats didn't do shit. Look at the state you're in now. What they you got to lose? Nothing. Your you schools ain't shit. Come on with me. You ain't working. That tax break he just took out. Ideally, it's for the middle class Americans. So if you didn't have bad experiences with with Latino population, they believe they gonna get extra money on their paycheck. You know, no. the government just didn't tell them that extra money is fifty more dollars. You know, every six months. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you getting pennies back while they getting millions back. Yep. And you're supposed to be happy with that. And you know what? You are. Some people because you're in love with an idea. <laughs> you're not actually in love with the reality. <laughs> Say, you know what? You are. <laughs> yeah, you are. You, you happy with that? Right. 
So I'm, up, no, up, I'm not. Up the <laughs> cell phone it. plan or some shit, right? I mean, really, what what is that really accomplishing, right? Nothing. That's not putting nobody in a better financial situation, nope. right? Ain't gonna put you in no better home, and ain't gonna get you no better car. It ain't gonna damn, get none of that. We went from damn guns to talking about. I did not want to. I'm tired. I don't want to talk about Trump no more. I'm I don't need it, man. It's, it's, it's something you I can't I like talking about this, guns and killing. Yeah. We had talked about Trump on the podcast for a while. On yeah, purpose. we were trying to. I'm avoid the one it. who bring up Trump related shit. And we be in here and I have Trump shit on my phone or on my notes and I'll be like, nah. I'm talking about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we just can't. It's too much. Really? It's too much. I, I don't man. watch the news. I haven't watched I stopped. the news. You have like, to, you have to take a break or you will go crazy. Yeah. Like you just have to take a break. But I watch it. all the news. I because don't. Fuck yeah, it. what I tell people is the news is just breadcrumbs to making your own doing mm-hmm. your own research and make your own deduction assumption about what your reality is. Right. You know, news so how do you do that? How do you do that when it's a slant on every fucking thing? Well, that's, why, to... that's why that the news is breadcrumbs. You know, if, if if the I watch CNN, if if the dude on the right say, if the dude on the right say, you know, they taking all your guns away, and the dude on the left say, ain't nobody taking your guns away, you know, and all that's triggered from an event. Let me go see what this event was about. <laughs> right. And let yeah. me see how I feel about that event. Look, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't really give a fuck about what other people say about that event. When them kids got shot at the school, I had my own shit. I work in the schools. Right. I go directly in the schools. I don't think, what the fuck if I go into a school one day and I see a motherfucker walk in the front with an AR-15? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, I got my own opinion Possibly. about that shit. Right. What did that make me want? Did that make me, if I'm in a school and a boy walking with an AR-15... Do that make me not want that boy to, do that make me want that boy to not have an AR-15? Or would I be happy if he had a pistol and a fucking shotgun? Right. I wouldn't be happy if he had none of that shit. Right. But would I also want any teachers or administrators to be walking around with guns while my black bearded ass is walking around there looking <laughs> at their know. kids and I don't work at the school? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought about my own shit. I don't need no political figure to tell me what. All I need CNN to do is inform me about a situation going on. Okay, what's going on with North Korea? Because sometimes I'll go into, okay, let me go see what the armed shit with North Korea is about. Let me see what a little bit of their history is about. Let me put this shit in a greater context. Right. News is just breadcrumbs for me for other shit that I want to find out about. Right. I think, and I go yeah. look it up. The biggest thing is I keep telling people news from news now than the way it was 20, 25 years ago is different because of social media age. Like now everybody can be a news person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody could be putting putting their the way the news cycles are now. They have to jump ahead of people who got these. You get what I'm saying? Or they have Mm -hmm. to jump ahead of uh, the people who are on on YouTube now. You know, you got the Young Turks and all these other type of news places on YouTube now. For the big guys like CNN, Fox News, NBC, all of these places to stay relevant, they have to be the first ones. Now, that means not always having the full story because I have to beat this kid who's on a a cell phone putting this stuff up on their Instagram on whatever else is going on. And then it's going to get viral. Before it goes viral. You know, 25 years ago, CNN was viral. You get what I'm saying? They uh, have to. Yeah. That's the the big did y'all see this clip with Sinclair of, of Sinclair's um, news broadcast that they were spreading upon all the local news stations? Mm-mm. No, I didn't see that. Mm-mm. So there's this there's this group called Sinclair, and they basically acquire all of the local news. Stations oh, I did had. see that. And they had this they had this non negotiable script yeah, that right. they needed everybody to read about how democracy was under attack mm. and how fake news was doing this and that. And they had and they to put read together it. A whole, it was like 25 different ones playing at the same time. 
with the same words going. So we we're not just talking about social media having that impact. We're talking about people who are actually trying to curb news, like the Koch brothers and Sinclair, mm-hmm. who are saying this is what y'all got to say. Right. This is one of the reasons why the Trump administration right now is trying to block the Time Warner AT and T merger. Yeah, because yep. Time Warner is over CNN, and you know Donald Trump was. You know, CNN's ass. You know what I'm saying about about fake news, and and it became a problem. So he don't want them to merge because he don't want more people to be able to say fake news. But I tell people, ain't no such thing as fucking fake news. There might be a a mislabeled article Mm -hmm. or 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 headline, but the news is literally this is what we think happened. Mm -hmm. Everybody's opinions. That shit can't be fake. It's all (laughs) subjective. It's from the lenses of a bunch of different people, and it's from systems that make mistakes, and it's it is from systems that have a slant, have a curve on it. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to be looking at that shit for but yourself see, to but, find out where you're gonna go with that. Right. But see, the problem is the pot, the mass, the masses are not gonna do the research. Yeah. Right. They gonna see a headline. They gonna read a story, maybe. You know. And then they not gonna do <laughs> oh, the research they, on I'm it. I'm just gonna look at the picture. Yeah. Like, a, <laughs> you know. And man, then, bit the dog. And then on top of that, as far as social media is concerned, I mean, we have foreign government that are influencing what's on our social media and mm-hmm. influencing elections and stuff like that. That's a whole nother layer to it. So like that's that's scrambling up the perception of what's actually going on in the world further. Mm-hmm. So you got the news outlets that have a slant. You got people that don't do the research. <laughs> and then you got uh, social media that could or could not be true, you know. And but it's see, like... That's why I feel like somebody like you should watch the news if you would do your research. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you would do, like, if you don't want to fuck with the news because it fuck your day up, don't watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you're the kind of person that can stomach the news and knows that it means, I need to look into some more shit about this, you know, then what depth would it give to your, because you just, you without watching the news just gave your coworker a new perspective that he never even fucking thought of about, <laughs> well, you see, know, that I, shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I watch it, but I have to take extended breaks. Like, yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably have to take another week off and then, <laughs> then tune back in. You know what I mean? And a lot of times I go to CNN, YouTube, and I just watch clips about the main shit, and then now I know about four things and I need to be looking up my own shit about. I think a yeah. lot of times the news just beats you over the head with the same bullshit sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I, like, that's the shit that, pisses me off is like I hate shit repetitive shit all the time like fuck that man like I want to hear other shit going on like it's I know it's more than just that going on you know what I'm saying right. they hit you with the same shit mm-hmm. all the time like okay like this must be a slow news day cause y'all, they still talking about the same bullshit they were talking yeah. about yesterday oh, you know, want a big variety of shit you gotta, you gotta go to HLN headline yeah. news yeah, yeah. talking yeah. about so much shit yeah, they, mm-hmm. they you know overload. CNN and Fox News they hone in well don't, Fox News hone in on the shit CNN hone in on because they need to give an alternative alternative perspective Beautiful, of that yeah. shit yeah. you know but it's headline news they have stories about police officers buying donuts for the whole community and shit <laughs> you know it's just you know it just they just got all kind of random shit you know they hit on the main stuff but yeah. it's certain news outlets you can go to for that but yeah. we've been talking for so long Let we, we have got to wrap it up we don't got time for nothing else damn <laughs> oh. we didn't even talk about Cardi B's album oh man we it's okay. Two hours and fifteen minutes. God Look, damn. Fifteen minutes, okay. fourteen more minutes ain't gonna hurt nothing. Fuck it. No, <laughs> let's go. Right. We, we gotta choose one last thing to talk about. Then is it gonna be Cardi B's album? Yeah, that's some light. Okay. So, <laughs> fuck her album. Damn, <laughs> nigga. Wait, but let me explain what I mean by that. Damn. Hell no. Wait a minute. Hit me out. I say fuck her album because it wasn't made with me in mind. Okay. The same way that. I talk shit about be careful when that song came out because it's ass and she can't sing and it's garbage. 
Be Careful is not a breakup song for me. Okay. X Factor from Lauren Hill. Absolutely. Like Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, that whole fucking album. Cardi B, uh, Invasion of Privacy was not written for me. Um, and that is evidenced by the fact that I hate every song on the album. Um, <clears throat> all of her songs remind me of somebody else. Big and Head reminds me of Project Pat. Um, Get 10 or whatever that song is remind me of Meek Mill. Drip remind me of Migos because she got the whole fucking thing is just Migos. Um, Be Careful remind me of Dej Low. Like, every time I hear a song by her, it reminds me of another artist. Like, it never, I'm never like, oh, Cardi. It, it's always like, oh, Meek. Oh, 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 Pe- Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I just think of other artists. Mm. With every song I heard on her album, I could, I could put that flow or, or that, that style to somebody else. Like, I haven't heard anything from her that makes me feel like she is an individual. I feel like she's just biting off of people's style, like every song. That's yeah. rap. <laughs> no, rap, I don't think that's rap for no, a long because time. There are artists that I listen to and I that when I hit a song, it makes me think of them. It doesn't take me somewhere else. Her whole album, every song I listen to, and I didn't let me just be honest. I didn't get through the whole thing because the first few I was like, yeah. and I had already heard, like I'd already heard Bodak Yellow, I had already heard Barty and Cardi, I had already heard uh, Be Careful and Drip, so I didn't even need to listen to those. I didn't get past track number six. Oh yeah, cause I'm gonna let y'all know right is that now. Rain? She must no. Rain. Well, uh, it's five or six. The track with Champ, uh, Chance the Rapper. Chance, Chance the Rapper. Rapper. Oh, Nigga, I was like, yeah, she did not get childish. The one with Chance. Don't ever confuse them. And I don't, I, mean, I don't need that. They were connected. You don't think it'll be good? I like them cats. I don't like Chance. I'm sorry. Why you don't like Chance? Chance is, I don't like Chance. I bro. like I Acid mean, Rap. His, 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 album, his, his studio album was definitely different than Acid Rap in yeah. 10 days. See, you know, that's somebody else I'm suspicious of about this wokeness, right? Because Acid <laughs> Rap wasn't woke. That <laughs> album. Exactly. Anyway. Why did you not like the Chance the Rapper song on her album? She... <laughs> The first line of the song the very first is, line. I'm like Big Pop, represent oh, Biggie, Lord. mixed Tupac. with Tupac. I'm like Machiavelli. Man. I cut that shit off immediately. <laughs> I don't know if she followed that shit up. I don't know if it's contextual. You know what I'm saying? But she mustered up her mouth <laughs> to say that shit. And not only did she muster up her mouth to say it, she made sure that was the first thing you goddamn heard <laughs> when you were waiting for the fucking words to drop. How and dare she say how that? How dare she? How dare she fix her mouth to say the shit like that? Even if she did say it and fixed her mouth like that, I'd be like, bitch, what you finna say? Oh but God. she said it and it man. was the first thing. I'm sorry. I mean, all I, I gotta, gotta say about Cardi B is like, man, if you a casual fan and you just like the beats and the fact that she can flow a little bit and you don't care about she not writing her stuff, she not original with what she doing, then okay, that's cool. But I'm like, I'm a hip hop head. So I'm listening to this shit like, you are what's wrong with hip hop, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> you are what is wow. wrong with hip hop. She's a manufactured caricature of a rapper, man. You mean like Nicki Minaj? Like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, we the same. Like most of the people. Nicki on the Minaj radio. still ain't came around with nothing since 2014. Still gonna throw that. And the shit that there. she kept coming out she with was on flames. What? What? By Remy Ma. Oh, oh yeah. She had since since she got. Yeah, Remy. Set on fire. Remy Torte. <laughs> she did. I said, oh, that it, shit it don't no, count. It wasn't no 50 Cent like John Rose type situation. It was one song. Right. The mother songs was Young Money. 
Well, yeah. Well, no. Her that Barbie, Barbie Reloaded, Barbie Reloaded. Uh, whatever. Hello, alternate. Pink like Pink, it was the Pink, same Pink. motherfucking shit. I hated this shit. Like all her albums got the same goddamn name. Like it's the same shit. Like it was too much. I was never a fan. Mm. I. I we hadn't uh, we hadn't started the podcast yet, but I had plenty of conversation with you about her and how mm-hmm. she's a caricature, like all them voices and shit. Like I could yeah. never get with Nikki because Man. I felt like she was a gimmick. It this, was gimmick. No, no, mistake, mistake. Nikki Minaj was good. Listen to rap, some man. real f- hip hop, like real female MCs, like Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I love got, Rhapsody. You got Jean Grey. I, people don't even know who the fuck she yeah, is. Yeah, she is uh, who who else? Tink. Uh, I like Tink a lot. Well, she just you know dropped. She just dropped a project. I gotta um, listen to that. She yeah. just dropped some uh, last week. She just dropped something. Cash Doll's pretty dope. I like Cash Doll. I have heard her yet. Oh, well, let me go Cash ahead and, and give you this. Uh, so Cole Jackson is also a co-owner of BNK BYNK. Excuse me, BYNK Radio. Thank you. Um, so he for all your underground. He he like underground. It does underground underground. Oh, we can have some good conversations then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, go to my website, bykradio.net. We also have interviews. We we just had an interview with a young lady named Sean Rose. She is a multi-talented uh, singer, actress, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we will have that up, ready to listen, probably tomorrow. Well, Sundays we usually put up the listening time. Yeah. So, his, his project dropped already? Uh, Schoolie just dropped, actually just dropped a single called Pipe Wrench. It is going to be a stripper's anthem that why he got the I dark skin to, bitch with the ass yes uh it's a, she's gorgeous. i went to his i she's went fucking gorgeous. i went to his uh <laughs> private listening party that's neither here nor there let's look we're talking Cole, about Cardi. Cole is everywhere <laughs> well it's neither here nor there right now okay Cardi B. <laughs> let me throw this out here right now terrible artist she got 13 <laughs> tricks <laughs> no cardi cardi's first album real album this is made for the radio. A lot of these songs you gonna hear on the radio. Oh, we don't play music um, on our show. Um, I know. Oh, okay, but I thought you were gonna, gonna play it. it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a song called um, "Ring" with Kalani. I don't even like Kalani like no, that. No, that song's dope. She's got some good radio hits. Is this something that's gonna change hip hop? No. <laughs> is it something that's gonna have? She's already went gold. Yeah. By the way. Well, but, but let I me got, say this about gold. I got something that's gonna trump everything that every one of y'all said. Okay. Cardi has a co-sign from Oprah Winfrey. Yes, Oprah I Winfrey says, "Listen to that new Cardi B album, nigga. You made if if Oprah co-sign you. I mean, really? But if no. Oprah co-sign you, you ever listen to that song that start off? This is for all my nasty hoes. <laughs> look, 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 look. First of all." Oprah is the biggest hypocrite, dog. Wait, but look, nigga, but I got, do not want to get killed if they roll up look, in here. Look, fucking around with that, the wrong motherfucker. Some people me, that you talk about, <laughs> she will have your look, ass disappear. You got to drive back. I got to drive back. <laughs> Somebody stay on the phone with him while he driving back home because he might not make it. But look, she always got all this negative stuff to say about hip hop. Like she was grilling Jay Z about using the N word. She didn't have Ludacris as part of Crash when they came onto her show. Look, man. She's not a proponent for hip hop. But all of a sudden, woke then. Huh? Oprah wasn't woke then. She ain't woke now. She woke now. The fuck is you talking oh, she about? She woke now and she talking just, about go get that car. Yes, Gail. <laughs> she was talking to Gail. No. Gail got a straight, man. No. I'm trying to tell you. No. Man, she, listen, like, man. Cardi B got a cosign from Oprah, nigga. Let me talk about her going gold because so. When I saw that Bodak Yellow was included on this album and it came out so long ago, I was like, uh. But so what happens is, because she's gone go as far as streaming, not not sales, right? Yeah. They take the, the streams from the individual songs. 
Bodak Yellow got a shit ton of strings because that fucking song been out for so long. So I don't. When I saw that she went go, I was like, well, of course she did because that song, that and Barty Ake, Barty Ake Cardi has been out since before Cardi Christmas. Cardi, 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 like, I know, oh, okay. oh, offset. So, Cardi riding on offset, like, bitch. Here's the thing the, the industry is all the way fucked up now since streaming came in. They didn't. Uh, they didn't really when when you know music was getting downloaded and stuff. They didn't adapt to that shit. Now they're adapting to it. Now they're fucking up a lot of things as far as like how sales are are, are listed yeah. or how things are done. So well, even I stream. can see where you're coming from. To be completely honest, I also can see that that album actually really everybody root for Cardi right now. Stay it, but and like, I can actually see her shit going gold. I for feel real like if you remove for her, I feel like if you remove the streams for not even Body A Cardi, leave that on. If you take off Bodak Yellow, because look at how long ago Bodak came out and it was but everywhere. But that single, that single, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that single probably went platinum. Um, that still does not ma- matter because if it's a part of the, the work, the whole album, that shit don't stick. I mean, people might have bought the album because of the song being on the album or streamed it because of the song. No, but that I'm doesn't, saying. That doesn't, that doesn't. It goes into why it's gold so quickly. Nah, ain't nobody want to hear that shit it no is. more. Don't nobody. People wasn't. People have the streets no, no. have been waiting on this they album. Have. What I'm Wait, saying the is, yes, <laughs> nigga, you got New York fucked Wait, up. Because New York is really root for this chick, man. Okay, New York. Now, the New York streets. I'm just gonna okay. say this. I'm saying this. I'm gonna say this. New York feel like they so much better than everybody else in the U.S. United okay, States. Okay, first when it comes of all, Cole has a vendetta against New York. I do not know. Yeah, he the hates New York. Don't mean shit to me. He, music, I don't know if it's because he lived in Cali. Maybe it's the East Coast, that. West Coast thing because he lived in Cali for a while. No, but he fucking hates New but I York. But I agree with that. But but New York is the mecca, though. We got we got to at least acknowledge that. Let you, you know tell what I'm saying? It. <laughs> it ain't, but it ain't though. Compton is the mecca for me. But I'm talking. Period. But what what? Okay. Gangster rap is the mecca for me. That is the mecca for uh, gangster rap. Probably. Rakim didn't have me. You know who got me into hip hop? The DOC. I listened to the DOC and I was like, "This is I want to do this, this for the rest of my life." Not no Rakim, even though Rakim is a god. I so, listen. So what? What? Where you? Where did DOC get it from? What? Where, where did all them West Coast? DOC artists? from Texas. No, but I'm saying they influenced everybody in hip hop. Been influenced by New York. Let, let's just let's <laughs> those, be honest. Those guys are. <laughs> <laughs> they made it, but we made it better. Okay, well, hey, that's a that's your opinion. You know what I'm saying? We I made it better. That. I respect that. We made it better. But I think <laughs> all the best rappers come from New York. <laughs> I'm glad you looked at it that way. <laughs> now you tell you tell Scarface, Bumby, you tell DOC, like, you okay. tell Snoop, you tell them niggas that, and see what they say. No, 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 no. I know they they'll disagree, but I'm not saying that it ain't dope MCs that come from other places in the country, right? But you ask each one of them who their biggest influences were, bet you they say somebody mm. from the East Coast. Bet you, no, brother. Hey, man. Oh, we got to wrap yeah. up the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take. We have to have this conversation right after the show. Right. Cardi. But Cardi, I'm rooting for you, Cardi. I'm this not. album ain't shit. But guess what? I'm still rooting for you, girl, because you went from stripping to not look at you. You're pregnant by Offset. That's a stripper's dream right there. Is Who, it? Uh, yes. <laughs> you got a you got a gold album. You pregnant? The world is your oyster. You running up right she now. But she's securing bags on several fronts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what other like, fronts she's securing them on? 
Oh, no, he said baby that. with a kid that oh. got major loot. So oh. if she did have this album, she good. But she got this album. All Hamburg and then she from got all set out here. He, he gonna fuck up and fuck that money up, man. Who, you said Offset? Yeah. So oh, is Cardi. You think Cardi gonna make smart yeah, decisions with her money? Strippers don't have to save money, nigga. That's when they struggling. She got a she plethora. Is. She don't have a mindset. Like, I can see strippers her. Strippers are hustlers, nigga. They are. Strippers are dope dealers with nakedness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Never heard them described that way. I'm just letting you know what it is. That's fucking hilarious. They slang pussy. That well, like, wait, hold on. on. That's what they do. I mean, you mean dancing, not fucking, right? Okay, yeah, because strippers yeah, don't sling, fuck. Because when you say Look, sling pussy to me, that means I'm but, fucking. Okay, but strippers don't fuck people that come in strip Some club. strippers do. Right, no well, matter what strip club you go to, this is the podcast because he ain't keeping it real right now. <laughs> not every stripper, not every stripper sell, sell ass. Okay, period. All right, some strippers <laughs> do sell ass. I mean, one of her songs, she said that she was stripping, not fucking. Don't get it confused. Don't get it confused. So okay. That's the truth. Look, we'll I don't know that it. I believe that. I'm but... not gonna go so far as to say I like Cardi B, you know, <laughs> but I hope she succeeds. Okay. I hope Cardi B does well. I do too. I don't care about motherfuckers like Takashi Six Nine. Oh, this. You know, exactly. it's people like. I don't but know, that ain't nothing. Like three Six Mafia. It's something about. It's, <laughs> it's like I said. It's something about some people have that. They have something that that make you feel a certain way about them. For for Cardi B, I'm okay with Cardi B. That's why I like watching Love and Hip Hop when she was on there. Cardi, I love when Cardi I'm B was with on Cardi there. B. Man. I mean, it is what it is. I, 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 I don't mean, hate her. I, I, I don't. I mean, I like for her. To, I like it for her to survive. I don't Bro, have nothing. She, she Cardi, like the, but she been through some shit, man. I don't Post have nothing nigga. against Cardi. I don't want anybody to think that. I just think the album is trash. But yeah. that's Hustle my opinion. Cardi. Hustle, girl. That's all I'm gonna tell <laughs> you. I got the album. Get your money. Girl. I hope she get like that. Um, get your fix paper. a flat taken out of her ass because like. She did an interview where she was like, I got illegal butt injections. I could die at any moment. Like, it could get into my bloodstream and I could die. I was like, damn. Imagine living with that fear. Like, she ain't worried about it. All that bouncing around she doing. Well, she can't do that no more. She pregnant as a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, then, That's what happened when you have unprotected sex. And she made a point to let everybody. I don't like condoms, bitch. Okay. All right. I'm right. looking at them old interviews. She ain't, she ain't, what? It ain't like she started using condoms exactly. after that. What the fuck did this man make her old? Obviously not because the bitch pregnant. Responsibility comes with fame. Hey, great power hey, comes great responsibility. Hey, do we need to have a conversation about that. where babies come from? Because obviously she ain't using no condoms currently. Because no. she's pregnant. She can trust all you don't. Go ahead and end this because I am not going <laughs> to go into trusting Offset because he's just talking about Shout out to me. Hopefully, Shout she ain't got the clout or whatever else going to come along with it. <laughs> the hurt. Damn, not the hurt. Well, <laughs> time to go. <laughs> well, look, man. Uh, anybody else got any other thoughts on their mind? No, I appreciate AC and, and Cole for. Well, thanks for having me. Man, I was so yeah. excited to get on the show with AC. I've been waiting for this moment. I don't know why you were excited. Make it happen, man. Why was you excited to meet this Cause nigga? Because AC, I like when he be on the show. I like his takes on shit. Just never give me credit for nothing, man. <laughs> and she be like, "Why y'all think I'm so mean?" <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but this was fun, y'all. Whatever. Where can they find you, Cole Jackson? You guys can find me on the Gummy Name Podcast uh, And I am on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYK And I'm on Twitter at ColeJackson12 I say this shit all the time, I can't remember Fuck it Yep. That's where you can find me AC Blow don't want to be found Anonymous (laughs) as hell (laughs) And uh, until we come to the next conversation We out Holla